Hello, <laughs> and welcome to Fire in the Dark. I am your narrator and game master, Jamie Wolf. We definitely are not transitioning immediately from a conversation we were having into the opening. So uh, I hope this is coming off as completely natural. But I am joined by some absolutely incredible scoundrels uh, this afternoon, as I always am. So let's uh, do our round table again, starting with the incredible Parker. Hi, my name is Parker. My pronouns are she, they, and I'll be playing Asher Claw, aka Spectre. And John? I am John Downey, he, him, and I will be playing Mort the Mouth Morrison. Rue? Uh, my name is Rue. I use they, he, or Z pronouns, and I will be playing Silas Crow Hartroot, who uses Z or he pronouns. And last but not stressed, Cole. Cleared that last session. Hi, y'all. I'm Cole, aka Ice Cold Brew. I use he, him, they, them, and I am playing Cristero Wax Valentine, who is currently two for four on quirks and maybe more. Please and no more. Please no more. Can we go one <laughs> session without having poor Tristero be end up more traumatized by everything that's happening around him? Um but yes, welcome back to Fire in the Dark, a Blades in the Dark uh, live play. Uh, as said, I'm Jimmy Wolf. I'm your narrator. My pronouns are they, them, and I am your lovely host guiding these scoundrels, the members of the M Murmur Venture Project, aka the MVPs, uh, through the various streets of Doskval as they try to make a name for themselves, pushing their substance, Murmur, a uh, drug that causes uh, a high and a feeling uh, based on your most potent memory with a possibility that it might come back to bite you uh, and bring back a bad memory as well. But it gives a feeling of elation and basically the confidence that you can do almost anything. They are undergoing that uh, task in order to try to push a different substance, Pyro, aka Formula 451, off the streets, a volatile substance that gives control over fire and the ghost field, but if overused has led to spontaneous combustion and not not a few accidents in a volatile city such as Duskfall built on explosive substances. Uh, our last session, our party was looking for investors. They were the hosts of a uh, big party for members of the criminal underworld, uh, such figures as Lord Skurlock himself, Helene of the Silverstag Casino, and uh, even uh, Jeremaha, the leader of the Hive. Some of the biggest names in the movers and shakers of the underworld trying to push illicit substances to the masses. Uh, in the interest of finding both buyers and investors in the project. And we now find ourselves mm, perhaps a week or so post uh, that rather explosive party that was crashed by the gang called the Firebugs, uh, maybe the most prominent users of Pyro in the city, uh, and possibly their current producer, who uh, came to mm, burn down the competition, as they say. Uh, luckily, our uh, gang had a backup plan and a secondary location to which they transported the party while dealing with the Firebugs in a rather arcane fashion. Uh, making use of uh, our lovely crow's 
draw on the extra player forces and indeed even Mort's connection to a demon called the Hunt um, has led to some strange happenings and misgivings around this. And in this week that has proceeded outside of it, uh, Silas, Crow, you've had a few more ghosts than usual lingering around you. And Mort, dear, lovely Mort, over this last week, it has been an interesting time. During the day, you've been much as ever yourself. You've been going and working at the gym or uh, helping direct other uh, members of the Murmur Venture Project on, you know, pushing sales and the like out on the streets. At night, you dream of forests, deserts. You dream of blood in your mouth, but not your own meat beneath your hand and sharp nails and sharp teeth. And more than one night, you've woken up the next day to find your clothing torn and your face mm, cut up a little bit. It's not scratches that heal over the course of the day, mud casts occasionally on your arms. But that's neither here nor there, because today you have cleaned yourself up uh, as per usual. And we find ourselves once more on the boat that is the Murmur Venture Project's headquarters, where they kind of do their dirty deeds, uh, done dirt cheap, as they say, in order to uh, plan out their next ventures. In this uh, small boat, we once again find uh, Mort, who is uh, sitting in his usual chair, uh, this time uh, joined by Asher, who is kind of leaning on the arm of the chair against Mort. Both of them snacking from the half-finished tray of lemon bars that is sitting on the table. Um, it is uh, been well and truly consumed as uh, Crow has taken uh, their usual place up on the rafters, uh, basically overseeing everything, and Tristero for his part, normally he would be bent over the table looking at the map or reviewing papers. Today, he is taking the time to enjoy the lemon bars that are in front of him. He's he's taking a moment to take a breath before he dives back into it. And as is often the case, Archie, the patron of the Murmur Venture Project, is here as well. And now, normally Archie looks rather nervous when he's uh, visiting our crew. Today, he actually looks more annoyed than nervous. Uh, he's got a stack of papers in his hand that he is sorting through as he stands behind uh, the table with the map of Doskval across it. The map of Doskval now has got several pens in it of places that you have pushers working for you, getting uh, the murmur uh, drug across the city, pushing it, trying to help fuel this endeavor. And as he's looking through the papers, his annoyance doesn't necessarily grow, but he makes some frustrated sounds before sighing, holding them up, tucking them away. <clears throat> right. How's everyone doing today? Second. Um, and Mort just gets up and walks over to sit. Uh, instead of in his chair, he's going to sit on like the stairs or like 
boats usually have like a weird like half ladder half stairs situation yep. he's gonna sit on that just so he can like feel some fresh air coming like he can mm. just sort of breathe a little bit of fresh air and just, just i'm uh i just needed a i've had a weird couple days so um i'm just i just needed uh yeah, absolutely thanks. okay water's a little rough today i know yeah um so the canals are a bit churned up, maybe busier than usual. So uh, get all the fresh air you need, Mort. You're, you're of course, a, a valuable member here. We need you in top form. Top I'm just, form. Uh, I'm just glad that uh, it, I think it. I think it's the rocking of the ocean that's upsetting me, and not like under underbaked lemon bars. Oh no, your lemon bars are delicious, Mort. Thank you for bringing those, by the way. Yeah, no problem. Uh, it was kind of tricky to uh, to track down a, an oven that I could borrow, but. Uh, Worked well, it out. If you, if you need an onion, uh, onion, sorry, uh, <laughs> slip of the tongue, as I say. Uh, if you need an oven in the future, you are more than welcome. I, I'm sure that uh, Anya and I would be more than willing to offer ours if you need it for anything. Uh, that's 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 good to know. Uh, I mean, I would take an onion too. I've got another recipe for some French onion soup that you put in the broiler for so oh. it can get a nice leoparding effect on the top. With it the does, cheese and everything. Absolutely delicious. And if you actually um, brought us some French onion soup, I would make sure to pick up some uh, sweet rolls, some sweet buns from the uh, coffee shop bakery down the street to uh, go with it. I mean, I've, I feel like we've got sort of a second, a second it's... venture project going here. Yeah, perhaps uh, when this is all done, we should open a restaurant, it seems. I was going to say, uh, Mort, why haven't you opened up a restaurant yet? Um, this sounds I, like you just love doing this. I I get a kick out of it every once in a while. I don't really want to make it my whole deal, you know. Mm -hmm. Like I want to. I like right. to have a hobby that isn't oh, yeah. isn't. Uh, okay. Yeah, right. You know Understandable. What I mean? You know, we all have to have our hobbies. For me, exactly. like, of course, I've devoted my life to esoteric mathematics, but I do, of course, like to occasionally dabble in arcane chemistry and the like. Not for any kind of, you know. Uh, scientific or, or really academic reasons just as a fun thing on the side you know that's what you do for fun of course you know what not going to judge you this time archie it's fine see growth i we mean, can do it good that's good restraint <laughs> I mean, who doesn't like to mix Thank volatile you. chemicals and see what happens see when you do it it's fun when i do it it's considered a crime I am doing it in a controlled. I, do, I, I am doing it in a controlled lab environment. So yeah, well, that takes the thrill out of it, doesn't it? Really does. Um. Yes. Well, it tends to also limit the destruction of property. Uh. <laughs> right. Um. How is everyone else doing? I mean, great. Lumbars. Doing. <laughs> I'm in a good mood. Feeling pleasantly haunted, and yourself? Pleasantly haunted? Uh, you know what? Uh, no comments. Um, I am... I am equal parts uh, joyous and annoyed, unfortunately. Um, as you would probably expect, uh, based on the results, our endeavors in reaching out to the various investors, proprietors, and individuals that we were interested in has, for the most part, been largely successful. 
you handled the situation well and even responded to a very problematic, from what you've said, uh, issue that arose. Um, and I, I, I thank you for uh, the efforts that you put into that. Truly, you probably saved this venture with what you managed to pull off. Um, it was a good call of potentially inspired, as you said, to have Anya prepare that secondary location. Um, anyway, um, that said, we have a problem. We have, he kind of pats the papers, a number of those individuals who are greatly interested in retaining our services for pushing Murmur to various sects. Um, I, in fact, even right now have a letter from the rather esteemed Lord Skurlock, who would like us to help uh, him with pushing Murmur to a, a, a sect within Six Towers. However, he, amongst others, have expressed something of a, shall we say, concern with our current situation. Uh, a, a speed bump in the road. We have a, a problem in production and distribution. Our problem is called the Foghounds. Ah. Um, not many of our investors are willing to go full in with us while we are in open conflict that is limiting our abilities. Uh, currently. So, while I am still getting things sorted and working through our financials and our, our next, make it happen. Um, otherwise, our own efforts and endeavors are going to be severely limited going forward. Hello, small minor technical difficulties happen sometimes, you know, the life of living on the internet. Anyway, as Archie was saying, Something has to be done about the foghounds. Um, get rid of them, make nice with them, whatever it takes. Just they need to stop being an issue or our production, our numbers, our ability to reach out to investors and the willingness of them to work with us is going to be limited going forward. They have to be dealt with or this venture stalls and, 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 and dies where it's at. Um, right. I, I don't want to know the details. I don't need to know the details. We just need them to be gone. Um, so, suffice to say, if you have any questions for me, I, I, I obviously you can ask them now. Otherwise, I will be in my office as usual, going through a lot of paperwork actually. Archie, how are you with both small or and or large miracles? Because I small feel like we kind of need one in this case. Um, small miracles is kind of like just a code word for science, I think. So like, I think I'm pretty good at that. But uh, larger ones fall into the realm of the divine and the extra divine. So I'm not that egotistical. Right. So, no help whatsoever. What's the paperwork you have to do? That sounds absolutely dreadful. 
communicating with investors and balancing our books to make sure, sure that our pushers and distributors and the likes are getting paid around the city for what they are right. doing. Mm -hmm. I'm running all of the, the paperwork in the background so that you lot can continue to do what you do best. And it must, it must be exhausting, no? To go to school every day and grade all the papers and then come here and do what is essentially grading but for business. That's uh, what the TAs were for. <laughs> I do, actually. I have a rather fantastic teaching assistant who, who helps grade papers. Their name is Silas. Um, they, they look over some of my uh, various... Um, Papers. I don't actually meet with them that often, is the thing. They, they're very, it's kind of a, I think I met them once to hire them, and now I just like leave the stuff in their mail slot. They're kind of a night person, which That's works fine for personal. me. Just, yeah, it, 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 it works fine for me. So I just slot the papers in, and like, I need hmm. these graded by like the end of the week, please. And, you know, they get paid and the, oh. all that fun stuff. Uh, or they get, or they get credits at the university. I, I don't know how it works. I just know that they got hired. Well, I hired them. I, I, I interviewed them for all of about 25 minutes. Sounds dreadful for them, but good for you, I guess. Yes, absolutely fantastic. Uh, it, it saves me a little bit of time so that the paperwork that I have to do there can be done focused on here. I do have less time for my experiments and my theoreticals, but such is the uh, case when you're undergoing a venture such as this, I suppose, you know. So you anyway. see your criminal assistants more often than you see your teaching assistants. Well, maybe I like you better. I don't know. You should have a powwow with the TAs and the uh, criminal assistants. Just, you know. Perhaps we can work together. Just figure out, just, you know, just sorting out Archie and just... Yeah, best know. ways to work with him. I, I, I am not... I, I would like to say I'm not one to judge, obviously, based on the ventures that we're undergo. But frankly, probably half the students at Charter Hall are probably criminals on the side anyway in order to make their bills. I can't blame them for that. Um, I, I try not to judge. So if we need to do recruiting at any point, look there. Got it. Perfect. Thanks, well, Archie. Yeah. <laughs> students are always in debt. Students are always in debt. What a wonderful note to close on. <laughs> Anyway, again, Archie, if you need, yes. How was that award ceremony, by the way? Uh, it was actually uh, absolutely lovely. It was a lovely evening. I got to, you know, wine and dine with some of the posher people around the city. Uh, you know, criminals and all, but actual name. Um, and like, you know, just I got to have good food, good drink, and listen to some stuffy speeches. Sounds exciting to our evening then. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, do you need anything from me? Anything that I can do? No? Uh, I... Then I will leave you to your planning. If you need me, I will be in my office doing paperwork. And Archie takes his leave. He kind of has to like step, like sidle around Mort at the entrance just to get down in a way but uh, uh, as he's passing by mort's gonna stand up and clasp his hand around like the back of his neck and like it's it's good to see that we're becoming friends yes Mort so just gives I, him a um, nice firm pat in that spot i think he kind of falls down the stairs a little bit like this very steep stairs he catches himself he's like mm. and i also like oblige helping yes. catch him. 
and set yes, him right Lord. on his feet. Uh, I'm having a lovely time. Your, your, thank you again for the lemon bars. Give on your best and make sure she gets some of those lemon bars. Yeah, don't I, eat them all. I absolutely uh, will. She deserves probably the rest of them. I am on, she's got me on something of a diet. I've started to put on a little bit of a bit of pudge, she noticed, so. Oh, buddy. Oh, jeez. Anyway, uh, and with Archie gone, you are left to your own devices to decide what you're going to do about the foghounds. <sighs> Sounds like we need to get carrot sticks for the next time Archie comes to visit us. Please don't! This is the only time I get pastries! You can make the, uh, the carrot cake, yeah? That is the same thing? What if, yeah! What if we I just have it. Archie go with Mort to the gym, you know? Is Archie the mascot? He's <laughs> starting to wonder. Oh, no. Um, yeah, I could I could definitely take him into the boxing ring and teach him a few things. Uh, doesn't doesn't seem like he's probably taking any lessons on uh, on self defense or anything along those lines, and he probably should, especially in this line of work. I would love to come watch that one. I'll be completely honest with you. Group downtime activity. Everyone gets Heart. to watch that. Right. So. All right. Foghounds. Goldie and um. Goldie's the only one I remember because they're the one who kicked my ass. Margaret. Um, Margaret, thank you. Oh, right. Margaret was nothing because we took Margaret out kind of quick. Immediately knocked him out. Yeah. Um, uh, Bear um, is obviously not a problem anymore. Um, yeah, he was missing. We... That was weird. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, is there any... Uh, do we have any reason to believe that, like, taking out the other two of the leadership would actually, like, disband their whole situation? Or would it be just, power like, vacuum. a power vacuum situation? Yeah. yeah. You might want to walk around and find out what that's going to be like, or if they're just all muscle for hire that they currently have on their arsenal. That's true. Yeah, it might be a lot of, like, yeah, muscles for hire, exactly. And then it, other there could be some people who are actually involved who mm -hmm. maybe are are kind of leaning away from it because it seems like they've they've lost one of their admin and they're also in heat in deep heat with us like mm -hmm. obviously we haven't done much that much aggressing to them uh, no, we've been perfectly great. recently mm -hmm. but maybe there are people who are already thinking of jumping ship no pun intended you don't think they've replaced barry though right no uh, I know he was married. I think he was married in or something. So probably not easily know, but. Um, Do we want to consider the idea of making nice with them? I just want to make sure we look at all of the options before we decide fully on the murder plot. Just, you know, just to feel that one out. I think. Um, oh, go ahead, Mort. Nope, nope, please. I think it'd be a good idea to at least offer a hand. We kind of have more friends than they do at this point. They've done a bang-up job of not only showing they're incompetent, but not uh, using their resources in a good way. I think it'd be worthwhile to say here's a saving grace. Either work with us or take the next train out of Dustfall. 
Yeah. So, if, if if we are going to end up fighting them either way, it does not hurt us in any way to offer them the chance to not fight before we fight. <laughs> Perfect. And also it is uh, good for uh, reputation to say that we give them a chance as opposed to going all out immediately. It might be it might win us respect with the people who are a little bit more socially inclined. Mm-hmm. So, the way that it sounds, as per usual in these kinds of situations, y'all are looking for more information. More information about the Foghounds, their position, yeah. things are of that nature. So why don't we kind of uh, round the table. Let me ask what y'all are doing to gather that information and whether you're going yeah. solo or uh, together. Starting with uh, Asher. Sorry, the immediate play. I'm like, where am I going to go find information? Where does Asher always want to go? To a casino. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey. You got Helene there now, too. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, no, I think Asher is going to go see if I can get an audience with Helene and possibly see if there's any... If she's not got any good word on the street regarding the foghounds, and I'll go in with the like, we're trying to make nice. Do you know the best way to make nice? Like, what kind of what kind of pastry do we bring to that house to do better? Um, okay. Do, uh, so you... do you want any help with that? I could uh, I could offer some backup there. Sure. Comes in with another tray of pastries. I could offer <laughs> some backup in the form of baked goods. Perfect. <laughs> My favorite kind of backup. Yeah. Think of no so, better way to get into Helene's good graces than to bring her baked goods. I can think of one better way, but I think oh, Asher yeah. would have to go alone for that. <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, uh, so Asher and Mort are going to see Helene. Uh, Crow, where are you going? Don't personally know any ghosts who know the fog counts which eliminates (laughs) my usual route of doing things. Um, I was not with the crew when we had our original, uh, like, scuffle with them. Um, I kind of want to walk around closer to their, like, base, because they (laughs) will not recognize me like they will recognize the rest of them if I am walking around and listening in for things. Absolutely. Okay, so you're gonna go go get the lowdown on their base, all right? And Tristero, Wax, what are you doing? Um, I think I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna probably. I think I'm gonna end up uh taking a walk and just kind of maybe talking to the gondoliers about what the fog hounds have been up to, whether they've been keeping quiet or if they are still trying to uh, cause trouble. Okay. Okay. Interesting. All right, let's start with Asher and Mort. So Asher and Mort, you go to see Helene. You bring, uh, Mort, what kind of a baked good do you bring with you? Um, I think I probably made a backup batch. Like, I think I double batched those lemon bars. Okay. That, like, anticipating that we might need a few more. <laughs> All right. So you go to see Helene. Um, getting 
you do have to wait a little bit to get an audience with her in her office. But when you do get called in, uh, she stands up from her desk. Asha, darling, she comes over. It's either side of your either side of your face. Lovely to see you again, she says, cradling your face a little bit. Absolutely delightful. And oh my, you're delicious, she says, running a hand down Mort's chest and ending in the lemon bars where she scoops one up. And I remember these from the party. Oh, you sweet thing. Mm. Well, I thought if we were going to interrupt your day at all, we may as well make it worth your while, at least with a sweet treat. Hmm. Yes, well, I probably shouldn't eat too many, but, oh, they're just so delightful. Yes! Mm. <laughs> oh, mm. she just starts, like, she pulls out a second. Anyway, uh, I never mind a good interruption or two, especially from a company as pleasant as yourself, Asha. Hmm. What can I do for you? Well, quite similarly to how we come bearing treats for you, we are looking to make well with other individuals in the city, specifically the Foghounds. Ooh. I know, I know. They just don't seem to really like us, and we really do want to fix that. Well, darling, from the things I've heard, you have stolen two of their boats, and you did set their house on fire. I know, I know. And so we're really just struggling to come up with, does a lemon bar really say the appropriate, I'm sorry, let's find a way to work together, or? Right. Probably that's, better that's than a easy. creme brulee. I've got, I've got eyes on, a, on an oven now, I've, and it kind of feels like this is sort of becoming my role, as opposed to, like, muscle or pushing or anything like that it seems like i'm just kind of baker which honestly i can i can deal with for a little while so if that if that'll fix it that's easy well if you ever miss being muscle i can give you some things to push around mm. <clears throat> <clears throat> right. i just smiles a little laughing that because it's fun well, uh, all right, so creme brulee, that's for certain. Do you know how they're doing lately at all? I mean, well, I think they lost one of theirs recently, and so... Mm, trying so, to find other uh, ways that we can help. Asher, I want a consort role from you, and yeah. I want it uh, from you, and I want you to give yourself uh, an extra die for Mort's Lemon Bars, um, <laughs> and an extra die for uh, your previous relationship with Helene. Okay, risky standard. Risky standard. And two bonus die. <laughs> Jesus oh Christ! Thank God. God. Right. Well, it's a gather information roll, so that just means there's there's no real consequence. You just don't get as much information. As That's okay. I can't believe your rolls. I, for the record, I rolled three ones and a three. Like this did not go well. No. That is deeply unfortunate, actually. <sighs> I know. Unfortunately, dear, I don't know how much help I can be. The Foghounds aren't frequenters of this place. Goldie, I suppose, comes in now and again, but he doesn't have your propensity for the tables, mm. as it were. Where um, does he end up going, but, then? Uh, I, honestly, I couldn't say. The but things I can tell you is that the Foghounds haven't been on even turf lately, shall we say. Um, mm. They've been a bit rocked, not by any means of stretch of imagination, least of all by yourselves, 
um, and the things that have been happening. So that they are not in a stable position is all I know. Um, certainly not financially. They, uh, as evidenced by the fact that Goldie hasn't even been in here once in the last month. Hmm. Um, normally, I can at least expect him at like once a weekend or so, uh, just usually with a friend or two. But fair. Good to know. Well, as always, I said it's perfectly fine. Oh, really, this yes. is just sometimes an excuse to see your fa beautiful face too. So you don't need excuses for that, Asha. Come, feel free to come see me yourself. Uh, or you could bring your lodge friend. What was your name again, sweetheart? Um, um, my name. Uh, he pulls his hat off. Uh, I'm. Uh, my name is Mort. Hmm. That's good to uh, formally meet you. A pleasure to see both of you, she says, and uh, gives gives you uh, another little kiss on the side of your face, Asher. This one just like right next to your lips. <laughs> well, best of luck in your adventures and journeys. And same to you. May all the rules be in your favor, and I'll see you sometime soon for something a lot more fun right huh. well of course darling at the end of the day the house always wins <laughs> and you go off unfortunately not as super well informed uh helene was not necessarily the best uh target there uh crow you went to scout out their location since they are less familiar with your face uh, and everything about you as compared to your companions who have literally set their house on fire. Um, so that, I'm going to say, is probably a survey or study, depending on what kind of observations you want to be doing here. Uh, I'm kind of thinking about what they were talking about with, like, are they mostly hired folks or are there people who, and pe are people thinking about jumping ship with everything happening going on? So I kind of want to be like walking around and listening. Okay, that's going to be a survey roll. I have no dice in that, but that's okay. That is fair. Um, so as, as always, you are open to pushing yourself for a devil's bargain in the link, but... Uh, I will... What what devil's bargain do you have for me? Um, the devil's bargain I have for you is you get a bonus die, but you're not as careful as you should be. And though they didn't know your face before, they do now. I'm fine with that. Whiskey, standard. Ooh. Yo. That is a six. <laughs> Luck of the dice. Um, Four dice, the best roll is a three. One dice, we get a six. It's just how it goes sometimes, unfortunately, for Parker, not for Rue. Um, uh, so the uh, observation actually goes very well. And the thing that you're able to ascertain is they have kind of physically locked down the, the headquarters. Um, not a lot of movement in and out. At this juncture, it seems not a lot of the people that do seem to be going in and out. They aren't many of them. Um, and they largely seem to be hired guns kind of a thing, almost like making up for shortcomings. 
That would be good information we just have when we get back. You do not see any of the leaders leave, at least. Mm. So they are very locked down inside, presumably. Tristero, okay. you go to make nice with uh, the gondoliers, uh, a faction with which you have a good rapport, uh, friends of yours, and honestly, a good information faction to have in both the natural and supernatural, as they are the taxi drivers and the common man's exorcist. So, uh, why don't you give me a consort role for walking the canals, talking to the various gondoliers? I'm also, uh, if more happen to have any extra lemon bars, I'm bringing a pack of lemon bars with me. Unfortunately, you don't have Mort's of joyous, overwhelming presence with those lemon bars, so no bonus dice for that. Um, <laughs> so nice to bring by some lemon bars, except if one happens to be allergic to citrus, then that's a separate issue. Yeah. Fair. Oh, do you have a devil's bargain for me? Um, I do have a devil's bargain for you. Uh, your devil's bargain is that you, as you are going around uh, helping with the gondolier, or uh, talking to the gondoliers, you accidentally stumble into uh, a mid-exorcism with a gondolier and get caught up in the uh, exorcism between a ghost and a gondolier and will uh, have to either resist the consequence or have a ghost who has clung onto your soul for the rest of this job. Damn, I could help a tune with that. I have That's one gracious. in a tune. I've been looking over Crow's notes. Uh, I don't want to be possessed. I'm already haunted. I got, I got my own ghosts and spirits to deal with. All right, so that's going to be an attune resist. So resolve, resist to resolve. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, let me go ahead and roll that resist. Okay, five. you take one there stress. Yeah. Um, take one stress and uh, go ahead and give me a consort roll with a bonus die for helping with that exorcism. I'll take a five. Okay. okay. Yeah. So talking to the gondoliers um, as, as you walk and, and kind of the things you've heard. Um, the gondoliers frequent the waters in the same way that the foghounds do because the foghounds use the canals and stuff for smuggling. So they've cross paths a number of times. Not on the best of terms, not on the worst, uh, as far as things go. This is what the gondoliers know. The Foghounds have had far fewer jobs, less people have been higher than during them, and they have been getting desperate because of it. Uh, they also know that recently they, because of a disappearance of a leader within their ranks in order to try to close ranks, they have elevated another person to a leadership position uh, kind of in a muscle standpoint named uh, street named Titan, who does not carry as much respect as his predecessor Bear did. Um, he appears to be less liked than Bear, uh, less personable and a bit more brutish. Um, other than that, uh, no one has seen Margaret or Goldie in weeks. And uh, just they've been locked down or in a 
like they don't have her food and they might be dead in a they don't appear to have been have left their warehouse and have been sending runners out for all their needs Hmm. do they have a smuggler's tunnel uh around their warehouse as well too uh it's possible you don't know okay it's not a thing you learned when you were last there um if it is it would probably be in that under area that asher uh found herself in when y'all were breaking in for the spoon during session zero um but uh let's just say that asher had some problems and some being sets on fire with finding said spoon uh that uh didn't have time to observe anything else down there Okay. Um, let's see. I'm actually going to go to all my gather information questions. Uh, uh, what can I use for leverage based on this information? What can you use for leverage? Uh, tell me what you mean by that a little bit. Do I, is there a way for me to basically pull out like Goldie and Margaret and offer them an opportunity to essentially make things right and start like saying hey if you work for us we'll make sure you have some more jobs coming your way just don't deal with anything haunted and you won't have a repeat of last time hmm there's no information here that would give you any kind of a leverage over them is the thing other than the fact perhaps that they're out of work in in terms of they're, they're not getting as many jobs um, if you wanted to leverage that, you'd have to find a way to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. And again, they haven't left in weeks. Okay. Uh, actually, I, I'd say you could probably uh, draw this parallel. They haven't left since Bear went missing. They don't know that bear tried to hunt us down. Hey, Mort, do you remember what happened to Bear's body? <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I do. I. It's kind of weird to to talk about. So I've been kind of hesitant to uh to talk about it but you know that uh that one one of those things that came to help us during yeah, the, the uh, during the party uh yeah i watched uh i watched that thing eat bear so i didn't i didn't like i was, i i, I want to be clear i didn't like sit there and watch it for like a long time <laughs> i i just i I actually, I actually didn't see it at all, but I heard it. I heard it happen. I was going to drop off the body as like a peace offering, like we talked about, like the plan. And then it, I was sort of uh, confronted, and uh, it, it, it took, it took Baron and I ate, ate him. Okay. Yeah. Oh, is that, is that bad? Should I have said that sooner? I'm, I'm sorry. It kind of throws a wrench in things. 
but we could probably mention, hey, we found out what happened to Bear. We got concerned about what happened to y'all. Try to play up like things in the past being in the past. The reason why we needed that spoon was because you were in danger. We didn't know Bear touched it. We thought bringing Bear out would actually help him. But that didn't get rid of the spirit haunting the spoon. So maybe stop. I don't know. You you think um, I I feel like we kind of burned ourselves with uh, the the story of us trying to help them out by stealing the spoon by also stealing another boat from them in the same swing. It was tensions were high. I you know. No, I'm no, I I was there. I mean, I, I tensions were definitely high. Um, we needed another boat. Yeah. I don't, I mean, personally, I don't really, I'm kind of frustrated that we have the first boat. Uh, kind of wish we had gone with another sort of headquarters. Um, that's that's it kind of been in the back of my mind. I know we're all very uh, attached to the boat. I, I know we like it, but if we were to, uh, to work out some sort of peace offering that was giving the boat back, I would not uh, necessarily be opposed to that. We 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 would need a different boat though. The boat is kind of convenient. Honestly, I kind of still. Sure, no, I yeah, wish we no, kept that other boat. Stupid, we, yeah, no, right. We could have kept that other boat made into like a party barge, and that could have been like our main boat. <laughs> that could have been just for all of our deals. We got a whole bunch of clients. Great place to scout. A boat, a boat that's specifically for fun. Asher pops up out of nowhere. Sorry, did we talk about a party boat again? Is that uh, is that still on the table? No, I don't. Um, I don't think so. I don't think we're gonna be spending a ton more time on boats. Oh darn. Um, okay. Well, you're right. Skyship. That's the next step. I'd like me to um, make you some tea, Mort. I know you don't like the uh, the canal rocking, but it might help a little bit. I I mean, if you're yeah. um, if you're making some, if you're putting on yeah. a pot, I'll have. Yeah, I'll yeah. have a little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah. There you go. But don't go out of your way. Yeah. Oh, no, it is fine. Okay. So we're not right. giving them back a boat. That's yeah. really where we're, we're not, going. We can't give back the boat, sadly. <laughs> well, you, you you bring together and have consolidated <laughs> yeah. the, the information that you've brought from Helene, the gondoliers, and from the observations that Crow has made. When you get back to the boat itself, you also find that penned to the desk uh, by the map, there is a note from Archie. Um, from it, it is uh, a note that says, Anya did a little bit of digging, talked to some of her contacts in the uh, kind of acquisitions side of the world, as it were. You know, you see that he kind of like like wrote acquisitions. He wrote smugglers and then crossed it out and wrote acquisitions uh, <laughs> on the on on the piece of paper. Um, on the acquisitions side of. The world and so she uh in talking has said that the uh foghounds have actually acquired a job uh, apparently it's a big one that they're trying to to make a, a comeback soon with um trying to trying to uh, regarner funds that, but they've taken some kind of very large job under their wing So to the table, we can either disrupt their job, steal it from them, and ruin their reputation altogether, 
or we can come in, <laughs> offer, yeah, help and help them. them say, we know more than you do. I suppose this goes back around to if we want to fix things with them or eliminate them. Right. It also it sort of begs the question, even if we showed up and offered our help, would like would they not just immediately go on the offensive? That's up to them though. I mean they know that we've come in and kind of messed them up before, and I'm not certain they're really while they may decide they want revenge, I I wonder if we can even get to see them is really what I'm wondering. The leadership is on lockdown, certainly. And also, um, they don't seem to have any full-time staff in and out. It's all hired folks. So they're searching around often. That sounds paranoid. Mm. Seems like they're kind of on their last legs. I feel this feels weird. We, We were in a rare position of power. I think depending on how we react, knowing knowing that they have a job that will maybe get them back on their feet, knowing how paranoid and fearful they are, and knowing how much uh, how much damage we could do to them, we'll get back out and will affect how people see us. Are we opportunists or are we forgiving? Or do we just want the territory for ourselves? What is it? Do we do we know what the foghounds like? What their deal is? Am I just forgetting? smugglers? They're smugglers. They, they are smugglers. Mm-hmm. Okay. They are smugglers through and through. They, okay. Uh, you, you, as base information you have on the foghounds, because you have interacted with them before, you've looked for information on them before, and 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 kind of at a base level, you know a couple of things. One, they work on the docks. That is their area of expertise. They smuggle via boat. They're a little short on money right now because they've lost two boats back to back and have had to reacquire a boat as an acquisition for their smuggling ventures. But that is kind of their main thing is they move things by water. Uh, they have a boat that is just large enough to fit the canal or just small enough to go through the canals, just large enough to survive kind of the shoreline of uh, the ocean. Uh, and they tend to pick up things from uh, the Deadlands or to smuggle things in from uh, around night uh, night market and kind of things and bring in illicit substances and various other things. Uh, you also know that in general, at least prior to their current troubles, they uh, really did not get along well with the Bluecoats, uh, who are, you know, the police, uh, as well as they have a... The only people that they dislike as much as you is an outfit called the Vultures, which is a rival smuggling gang that they have to uh, contend with. Um, But other than that, honestly, until recently, everyone around the docks got along with them pretty well because they paid their fees, hired well, and, uh, you know, kind of kept commerce moving through the docks. Did kind of fuck that up, didn't we? Whoops. All right, so I'm of the mindset of let's go in and try to make a peace offering of some sort, either offer to help them with this job or offer to keep somebody that doesn't like them off their backs while they do this job. 
We give them options that may reassure them and puts them in feeling a little bit more comfortable. Depending on the nature of the job, we could even just say, hey, what if we just help make your life easier, add distraction, either because if the vultures got wind of it, we got wind of it. Yes, true. So So the vultures definitely have wind of it and the blue coats are going to need probably be amping up security. If we act as a decoy, that would probably go well. Then we're out of their way, allow them to do their job. They don't have to worry about us trying to come in and screw things up. We're just people in the way of things, which is perfectly fine. Um, I think it's good if we go in with that, go in with creme brulee, but possibly need to send it via a messenger to try to get it into them. Yeah, that like be the nice like going in. Actual creme brulee, like you want to send them like real, yeah. like real creme brulee. Okay. Um, then on, so on just, the menu. <laughs> well, so I just ha- I have I got the lemon bars and I have um, I have French onion soup, um, but those are um, that's kind of the only this that's really the only stuff that I have worked out. Um, I can time. I'm like, when can, we get extra coin, we're going to invest in a cooking school for you, just because this seems like a very useful side project in in addition to you being the muscle. Um, right. Unless you want to work something out with Helene, in which case, have fun. But what I'm thinking is... Um, wonder okay. if, the, uh, if we want crambolets, if the bakery that supplies Echo's coffee shop might sell them. That's true. That's true. Check sure. out that. Um, another idea, because it might be difficult to get into the warehouse. Yeah. Uh, Crow, do you have... Is there a possible back door you can use? to get into that warehouse. I don't think they would have warded it. If they did, it's probably not good. I mean a physical back door or a ghost back door? The latter. The I mean there are ghost back doors everywhere if I look hard enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I certainly could get us in through the ghost field if it was what we wanted. Um, I don't mind a couple extra spirits hanging around. So. Okay. So for my purposes, trying to mediate what's happening, mm-hmm. is the plan to send a message to the Foghounds with creme brulee, raising kind of the, the, the uh, not necessarily the white flag, but the, the meat for mediation flag. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Like, and like, I can make the creme brulee. I just, I, I just don't have a recipe for, like, I can, I can probably figure it out. I'm good at following recipes. I just don't. I just never, never done it before. That's, that, that's it. And I don't have the ramekins. I, I would need the ramekins. Roll. <laughs> or, or if you're following uh, the think... recipes, a study roll. <laughs> In, in, in terms of the in terms of recipe and and application and the ramekins and things like that, you you actually uh, are able to go see Anya. Uh, you're able to go see Archie's partner. She's like, "Don't worry, darling. I, it's all right. I." You know, creme brulee, not necessarily my specialty, but you seem to have um, surprisingly dexterous hands despite their size uh, and and a knack for the skills necessary for baking. Um, tell you what, uh, why don't you give me a hand and I'll help you make a, a, a nice batch of creme brulee. We can use my ramekins. Just try to get them back if you could, please. I, I do. Um, I'll, I can give you my word that you will get ramekins back. Okay, I will, I will take your word for that then. Come mm-hmm. on, right this way then. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yes. Oh, sweetie, you've got. And she kind of reaches up and like 
pulls like a little like a twig out of your beard. Oh, mm. it's okay. Come on. Th- thank, thank you. And like searching around, and uh, also uh, you've you've noticed. I'm not gonna really RP this, but uh, you've noticed that uh, he's started biting his fingernails. Um, because mm-hmm. he's noticed the scratches uh, on his mm-hmm. body, like when he's waking up, and he thinks that he's like doing it himself in his sleep, so he's trying to like trim them down. So interesting thing, you start biting your fingernails. Uh, the after the third night of biting your fingernails, the next day when you wake up, they're still short, but they're a little sharp at the tips. I think I, I think it's it's now becoming ner- a nervous thing to like try and like file that down. <laughs> All right, uh, but Anya does help you make creme brulees. Who are you sending to send this message? Are one of you going? Or are you sending a generic runner from your gang? What's the plan? With the knowledge that our lovely Tristero would know that Goldie has a tendency to quite literally shoot the messenger. How good? We're, we we basically told Donovan Hughes to get out of town, right? Yeah, like, I made sure that last session. We, yeah, okay. Um, who else do we have in our back pocket? Honestly, I... I just had the funniest thought of, what if we just send Rick? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rick, here's a crimble in a letter. To, to the Rick, when's the last time you've delivered baked goods? Come on. <laughs> I, I suppose I could ask him. He might want a creme brulee out of the deal. It would be fair, I think. Can we make a ghost crimble <laughs> No, all right. Well, that I don't. I don't even think a recipe would help me with that. I don't think that's within my my abilities. No, that's that's fine. I this is better than the idea I was starting to have, which was, I mean, I could just go invisible, I suppose, and sneak it in. But that's also a little weird and likely to get me shot. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that would be very dangerous for you. It's out here. Uh, my my only other thought was to. Uh... Um, um, I was thinking uh, that we could send Crow in because I don't I don't think they know you yet and I don't think they would recognize you but I definitely don't want to send you in by yourself mm-hmm. that sounds like a bad idea I mean for the same reason sounds like a bad idea even though even somebody being invisible in there by themselves doesn't seem a good idea they probably saw me around a little bit recently but i mean they don't know necessarily that i work with you Mm. Uh, i have i have worked with other groups before so it may be that they think i am still with them i am willing to go well it's either that we find out archie's least favorite student who's looking to try to maybe make some coin and then (laughs) i'm kidding but also (laughs) Don't remind me. <laughs> so many papers to grade later. <laughs> All right. So, are we sending Rick? Or are we sending a generic runner? Is, is 
if we can try to send Rick, let's do that. If not, I think perhaps Crow in addition with me under um, my shadows. Yeah, Morton, right. I can stay on the outside and just kind of. Absolutely. All right. Let's start with Crow trying to summon up Rick. Time to the Crow. My best friend again. Crow, you just go. want any reason for this. I swear to God, Rick is becoming that. Rick has been in every session now. I'm like, <laughs> I, I made this man to show up once. And now he's shown up every goddamn time. Uh, all right, so you go to summon up uh, Rick. There is a bit of, I wanna call it almost a red hue to your magic this time as you pull. And as you do, you, there's just a twinge in the back of your head, just an, a, an ache that's like for raw meat, just for a minute. And then it is gone. The bloodlust fades, and there's a <coughs> still getting the damn smoke out of my lungs after the last time, Crow. He says as he puffs on a cigarette. <sighs> yeah, I'm sorry about that. You hire, you keep pulling me in so many times. I think you're falling in love with me, and trust me, I ain't your type, sweet cheeks. I do wonder what you think my type is, but we can talk about that. Oh, I know your type. Trust me, oh. I know your type. <laughs> <laughs> Tall, dark, and daddy. Um, we can talk about that later. <laughs> oh, you don't need to tell me anything. I told you, ghost gossip. We love to talk, baby. Yeah, that is fair. I like to talk to all of you, though, so I can't really complain. You're interesting company. And enough of us tag along with you for a while. We get to see some strange things, even for a ghost. <laughs> I I know I, I feel like I only ever call you when I need something, and I do feel bad about that. But I have a favor to ask that comes with uh, possibly a very interesting payment. Always need a favor. All right. Come on, spill the beans. What's the favor? We are not in the best of houses with the fog hounds, if the ghosts have told you anything. Ha! Yeah, don't I know it. And we know they are planning a job soon. We are mm. hoping Nasty to... Nasty bit of piece of business, that is. Oh? Mm -hmm. Ain't gonna spill the deets for you, but I think you can like it. I'm fascinated. We are thinking about offering them a, uh, a branch, as you say, uh, to say that we will make a distraction for them while they get back on their feet, if in return they pull off their little war with us. However, their doors are quite closed presently, so I was hoping perhaps you would bring the message for us along with these points to the crumb relays. Uh, and you would get to have one for yourself. They are quite good. Kind of like gestures at himself. You can still eat them, I think. No, I don't have a digestive tract. <laughs> Fuck, I only had half a digestive tract left when I was alive from how many times I've been fucking shanked. <laughs> hmm. 
I want. I could try and make it into a ghost creme brulee. By what? Stabbing it? Mm, I could try. I think the ghost of a creme brulee is a fart, bro. <laughs> well, then I suppose I could eat one. What? And I get to watch? Sorry, not my fetish. Not mine either. <laughs> anyway, I could figure something else out if you don't have the ability to eat a ghost friend, will they? Okay. Well. <clears throat> All right. Fine. Uh, I'll do your deliveries. Get your message across. Take your custard over to them. But, uh, yeah. I'm gonna want something in return, Crow. I don't know what it is yet, but I might need something. Well, uh -huh. you have my feather. You can call me when you need, yeah? Yeah. All right. Okay. Talk soon. Talk Thank soon. you. Kind of like <laughs> takes the creme brulees and the, the message just starts like carting them away. Uh, uh, right. Crow immediately like takes all of their hair, all of their hair and like hides his face. So like mask in front and then like curtains of hair. So a message gets taken. About a day later, a message is brought back in turn. Uh, one offering parlay uh, at the traditional grounds for parlay in Duskfall, the Crowsfoot Chapel. The neutral grounds, uh, the courtyard specifically of the chapel, because the chapel is one of those buildings that's like, it's like someone like, it's, it's like a donut building. Like someone hollowed the center out to make a courtyard and then it's got like stuff all around it. Kind of a, you know what I'm talking about. Um, it probably has a specific architectural name that I'm not privy to because I didn't study architecture. I anyway. like donut building. We should stick with that. Um, anyway, so donut building and all that, uh, taking that uh, down. But the uh, long and short uh, of it is you get a message back for parlay in the courtyard at midnight, which is also the traditional time, uh, to meet with uh, Goldie, Margaret, and Titan. So they will bring three representatives, which means you have to have three representatives there as well. Weapons are not allowed. You are allowed to bring other people, but they have to stand outside. And whoever, if, if the peace and the sanctity of the courtyard is broken, the person who breaks the sanctity of the courtyard uh, and the parlay zone takes kind of a negative reputation with pretty much everyone. It's it's kind of a respected ground. So, understood? Oh. <laughs> right. Do we think, um, because I don't, I mean, especially with these people, we've, it's, I, I've made it clear to them that I don't need weapons when it comes to them. Um, so I can be on the inside if, if we're concerned about 
them pulling something or I can be on the outside uh, to want to be like on guard basically. I think those are our two options regarding our muscle here. But I know that Vex should be inside because they are the best talker we have. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, and I think that would make Goldie happy knowing that I'm there. Goldie knows he can take me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> At least last time he checked. Right. Um, I think they're going to have their Titan there. We need to have our mouth. Mm. Um, I am comfortable either going or being outside. It does not bother me either way. So if you would rather one or the other, Asha? I'm good either way as well. I was just going to say that. If I'm outside, what I'm going to be doing is probably going around and checking to make sure nothing is going sideways from the outside in, just because this is an opportunity suddenly for other people um, to possibly interfere with us and either make us look bad or make the fog hounds look worse. So somebody might try to take advantage of the situation. That's kind of my concern a little bit here. Yeah. The other only other rationale for keeping Crow out, though, is because if they don't know Crow's associated with us, that becomes still a good caught up our sleeves, so to speak. Yeah. Um, I also think that them knowing you aren't there, Asher, would make them more suspicious. Probably. Mm-hmm. I Just to make sure, so when we show up, only three people can be in the room. Yes. But they can see. No, that'd still be bad. Just because you do have a habit of disappearing. Yeah, and they know they probably have that figured out by now. Yeah. So. Crow well, might need to stand watch outside. I can keep watch outside, yeah. Right. And that way, also, if anything um, a little bit less physical is coming to cause problems, I will know as well. Yeah, that would just go whew, right over my head. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh, there is a chance. Uh, if the uh, if bear touched the spoon, the others might have as well, yeah. So. Yeah. Good. To yeah, be that might be right why they lock themselves up. Yeah, that's mm. part of why I think they might be paranoid. Right. So, right, the three of us who they've seen before, we're going in. Crow, you've got the outsides. What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Is that not always the question? <laughs> Cue 30 minutes later into the session. The building's burning already. <laughs> the sterile's passed out on the ground. Third quarter coming. <laughs> There's a boat somehow. <laughs> yeah, somehow a boat got involved. It's a dry yeah. boat. It's just on dry land <laughs> in the middle of the chapel. Somehow crashing more, yeah, more crashed it into the... <laughs> It's got disco lights going on, and it's actually a party barge. Oh, we actually got cool. our party barge. Um, <laughs> so, the actual rendezvous does come. The stroke of midnight, the bell tolls. And as it does, Asher, Wax, Mort, you step into the courtyard. Crow. 
you linger on the outside of the chapel, kind of back against the wall. Senses diffused around you, kind of keeping a watch, but otherwise motionless. Spectre, wax, mouth. You watch as Goldie, Titan, and Margit come across the courtyard to you. And there are a couple of things that you notice immediately. Goldie is missing an eye, as well as two fingers on his right hand, the ring finger and the pinky. Margit is letting Goldie take the lead. He is the one, even though she is technically the leader, he is the one who is approaching and the front. And Titan, who is a man not quite bear's size, but large, muscular, despite his immense girth um, to rival the likes of bear or more, seems incredibly nervous with fingers tapping against his forearm his shoulder repeatedly over and over. And you can watch his eyes flickering around the chapel yard. <laughs> ah, there he is. Old cotton balls, wax. Goldie, good to see you again. Hmm. I'm sure it is. I still remember you. Oh, yes. I have I'm... I remember what a shit shot you are. Yeah. Bad taste in liquor, too. <sighs> yeah. Yep. Uh, I remember there being three of you. I remember y'all having a better operation. I remember you had more tight-lipped people working around you. Not exactly starting ourselves off on a pleasant foot either way. Yeah, shouldn't call me cotton balls. Mm. Right, listen, gentlemen, we are here to parlay. by the way. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we are here to have a conversation, are we not? Yeah. Let's try to put aside our differences and see if we can't come to something beneficial. It seems as though you've had some interesting times since we last saw you. you say that. You... The past in the past... Seeing you now, I am, I do feel for you, and I am very concerned. Oof. I don't need your pity, you overlooked room monkey. Okay, that's fair. But last, we want to make things right. We came in to pick up an item that we were told should not have been touched. And we came in to set that right. 
we did not realize the damage afterward that would come with that item. We tried to help out someone, but something got to them first. And I think that same something is after you. Got something to say about all this wax? Because you're dancing around edges right now. Cole is trying to think how to actually put this nicely because I'm struggling here. <laughs> I'm very good at pissing people off. <laughs> Goldie. When it comes to a fight, I will take my licks, but I do not, I don't like seeing people injured in such a way that you have been. What happened to you? What happened? And I'm going to be looking at Margaret as I say that, just check for a reaction. Her eyes just flick down to the ground and to the right. What happened? What happened? I'll tell you what fucking happened. Goddamn artifact and you lot. Now this, and he like pulls his shirt down and you see a mark and Mort, you recognize that mark that is branded into his skin. It is the mark Touch of the a hunt. fucking spoon, you. <clears throat> and as he's, he's got that marked into him, uh, Margit rolls up a sleeve and there is a similar mark on her forearm. Mm. Uh, look over to the pig guy, like, you too? Cutting out of the courtyard. Back to Crow. Crow, you're sitting on the outer edge of the chapel. And as you're kind of sitting there, your senses kind of diffuse around you. You go from kind of just the random meanderings of the occasional ghost that passes near the edge uh, to the sudden overwhelming presence of a behemoth pressing down on you with bloodlust and desire. Just this all-encompassing feeling that stands to potentially dwarf your own emotions, to eclipse them such that you have... The only thing you can think of is the hunt. I need an attune roll to keep your composure. Okay. What are my situations? It's just a risky standard. Okay. Let's see. I've got three in a tune. What will happen? Okay. That is a five. Ooh, so okay. you manage to maintain your composure. However, there is a consequence. Um, you can choose to resist that consequence. Um, this would be a resolve resist, but the consequence is on your character sheet, I'm going to start a clock, uh, and a clock that say, that is named Possessed by the Hunt. I would like to resist that. All right. <laughs> Give me a resolve resist. <laughs> that is a six, so you get no stress. That's a crit. So that is actually Chris. Yeah. So you actually remove a stress. I just realized. Oh. Uh, 
<laughs> yes, on a crate, you remove one stress. Um, so there you go. That's so you actually managed to perfectly maintain I composure. I have no stress. Um, Feels good, doesn't it? <laughs> you managed to perfectly maintain composure as the hunt himself manifests just to the left of you. Hat pulled down low, brim just above the secondary set of eyes, the other four still trailing down his face. Long cigarette between his fingers, smoke spiraling out. Though, as you look, you're not sure if the smoke's coming off of his fingers or the cigarette. Hmm. It's all one. Evening, Carrion Hunter. Good evening. <laughs> I suppose real hunter would be the best way to respond. <laughs> hmm. Just hunt. I see you're uh, standing awfully close to the prey. I, let me say, I had a feeling you were looking for them. All of them seemed equally likely to catch your attention. They're lucky right now. I can't go in. He taps the chapel. Mm. Not exactly, um, not as wild as some people think. It's not because it's sacred ground. Good Lord, you think anything actually sacred happens in there? No. I don't think anything sacred happens in all of Dustward, if I'm being honest. There you go. No, it's the energy of it. Mm. This is a ground of peace, so it repels me. I can't go in there. So they're lucky. As long as no one breaks the peace. Mm. Well, I am... I suppose then we are hoping for different things. I am hoping the conversation goes well, but you are hoping it does not, no? Hmm. Well. Well or not, praise pray. And this praise proved troublesome. Can you also not in not a fun way? Hmm. Can you also not get into the facility? Just makes it more difficult when the prey goes to ground. Cornered creature fights back hard, as they say. They're locked down. Not out of my abilities, mind you, but... Not so fun? Not so fun. I like it when they run. <laughs> but... Something else to be said. Mm. Mort's got a little bit of the beast in him. A little bit of the bloodlust. You... You may be more picking off the scraps. You like what comes after. <laughs> I do. You still got a bit of the thrill of the hunt in you, though. I, I suppose I have dabbled in things I maybe should not have. Shouldn't or shouldn't have. The only person who can make that decision is yourself. Oh, well. I suppose... I don't regret what I did, so maybe it is not true. Well, you know they are going on a uh, 
little game of their own, yes, dear? Oh, yes. Trying to outrun me. As all good prey does. But, uh... I'll tell you. Hmm. You and Mort finish my hunt. I'll make it worth your while. Hmm. Well, I will, uh... I will speak to him. He is more affiliated than I am and better for the task, I'm sure. Hmm. Blood of beasts runs in your veins, the two of you. A lot of benefits could be found with a little extra power of the hunt behind you. But, who's to say? Y'all make your own choices. Isn't I just like the, to watch. Isn't that the wonder of mortality that we have that we have the power to make those choices? Mortals are fascinating. <laughs> Interesting lot, the right of you. Fun to hunt, fun to watch, fun to watch hunt, fun to see the kinds of things that you value. Everyone's got their own kind of hunt. That specter of yours is always chasing not the coin but the thrill. She's a hunter of her own kind. I thought that was milfs. Hmm. Wouldn't say. You mortals have weird proclivities in the realm of the physical. Not to my tastes. Mm. But that wax, well, out of a lot of you, interesting that he's the one that's on top, since he's the one most like prey. Mm. Always running, that one. Always being chased by his own demons. Well, he's a better talker than most of us, so. Tends to be the prey. They're weak, so they make up with it with silver tongues. They're not so bad at talking, so it seems you can learn to be both. I had to learn to get good at talking so I could talk to interesting people like yourself. Take my offer into consideration, Crow. Carrying hunters and turning the hawks, and he disappears. Uh, back in the courtyard. Sarah, you were about to say something. I look over at Titan and I just say, did you touch the spoon too? And he kind of like nervously looks around and he's like, leave the big man out of this. No, I'm, say I'm saying this for his own safety too, because. I, I didn't even know there was a spoon, man. Okay, you're good, man. Hey. Okay. And uh, I'm going to say. So you're trying to basically get rid of that mark at the end of the day. That's what the next job is. We can help out with that. Yeah, we're trying to get rid of this. Or there's an artifact in the Deadlands, something that can help us uh, remove the influence of demons. Let's just say he kind of holds up his hand, missing the two fingers. Can't really afford to lose my trigger finger, so... And, well, 
kind of looks over at Margaret. She kind of looks away. Can't really afford to lose another tongue either. All right. Um, but you're trying to make nice. That's what your message said. I want to yeah. make nice and personal philosophy. I don't like messing with demons. I don't like it when they mess with people either. Uh, let me confer with my fellows real quick. But as of right now, I will say I myself will be in your corner. I want to help you get rid of, get rid of your marks. Whether you get rid of these marks. We'll call it square. We don't fucking like you, but we won't gun for you anymore. That's the least I ask. Y'all don't. We're, we're fucked up people, all of us in general, but we don't deserve what's going on. No one deserves what you got going on. Actually, no, I take that back. There's like a few people in Iron Hook who definitely deserve that. Are you, uh, are you pulling us into a, like a... Yeah, I'm going to like go by the door as well too and see if I can grab Crow. You're going to, yeah, you can pull back into a huddle back. Uh, the, you, if you, you say you're taking a pause in the parlay, they can, yeah. this is under the, the rules of decorum with these is you can leave the parlay field. Parlay is still in effect, but you can confer with your fellows, including ones outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's All what right. I'm going to do. Um... Mort, the first thing that comes out of Mort's mouth uh, as soon as we're like out of earshot of them is um, those those people are dead. There's those those th- th- that I've seen that mark a couple times, um, and death follows quickly. Is there a way after. to stop it though? Not that I've seen. They seem to think that there is though with this artifact. That's why I... they're doing the job. Mm-hmm. But 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 like. We have to think about our our own interests here as well, and it's it's just as well in our interests if they're out of the picture and we don't have to do anything about it. Or, let me ask you a question to me about that. Yeah, go ahead, Crow. Oh, I said he came to speak to me about that, but please go first, Max. More. Don't get me wrong. Bear roughed us up well. Bear and Goldie roughed me up really well. Do you think at the end of the day, whatever the hunt did to Baird, do you think those two deserve the same? I I, I don't... I'm not... Are you thinking... okay standing with that? Are you okay just letting people die like that? I... I, I, I mean... No. I, I don't... I don't know. I... I don't, I don't know that it's a matter of deserving. I just, I, from what I've seen, that's a foregone conclusion. They've been able to survive this long. The only reason Bear got taken out sooner was because he interfered with us. And even then, at the end of that day, we were supposed to drop him off. We planned to. That was just it. supposed to drop him off. You... Are right, and I was supposed to drop him off. You 
I I don't think that I get a vote here. You tell me what you need me to do. Can I just honestly say I kind of fucking hate this? Yeah, like no, all we... of this, it's just this whole. Is yeah, all... no, this whole thing's fucked. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Crow, sorry. Wait, hold on. Crow, what did you say? Somebody came to see yeah. you? Can you please elaborate, actually? Sorry, I paused for a second there. No worries. I was going to let you all finish talking. Uh, there's no right answer when it comes to dealing with demons, so mm. just remember that. He came to uh, visit is not the right word. Cannot go inside while the uh, Palais talks are in place. Uh, but he is hunting them and we'll get them eventually. Their hiding out is less, uh, it keeps them safer from him, but not inevitably so. It just, he says it makes it less fun because they cannot run. So He's... basically now they step out, they're fucked. Yeah, I am not, That's... I. Truly, I'm not sure they will make it home from here. That was my exact thought, was I, I don't think, like, they've been clearly holed up trying to avoid this and it's been working, but they're here now. He, they're not holed up. He was saying, even, that if the peace is broken, the, uh, the accord, not that, and I said we should not do, but if the peace is broken in that chapel, he will do it then. Hmm. Demons are not, I... If they die after meeting with us, how does that look? Not even if it's not us to die in the chapel. No. I I mean I'm it's it seems like there's a lot of uh, uh, you know never mind. Uh, no 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 keep no. going. More you're in this Please. you're in well, this crew you get a say your, even if you say you don't deserve one. Important. There's a lot of eyes on this. It seems like if someone, my understanding of the situation is if someone is the culprit in breaking the peace, then that, that sort of tanks them. Exactly. So if they see a very peaceable conversation going on, like I think it's been so far, and then we part ways and then they go off and, and die as they, they've clearly been, been haggard and beaten down. I, I don't I, I think after having this parlay and then they go away and then somehow get killed some other way, I don't I don't see how anyone makes that connection. He did also it would be remiss of me not to say, and I don't like being on the bad side of demons. He did also say that if we were to facilitate his easy hunting there would be a reward for myself and Maud specifically, but I'm not Oh, sure. I don't want to be rewarded for anything like that, so <laughs> I can leave it with you two if it goes that way. I would be remiss not to say that. Not that I am necessarily voting either way presently, but it would be rude of me not to say, so to speak. I don't think we can figure out if they're going to live or die by the time we finish a job for them. 
But yeah. all we could possibly do is go into this, say, we're in your corner, we're going to do this job for you so you can stay wherever you feel protected. If it turns out that it's not protected, that does become on them. We at least are trying to do the right thing. As right as you can get here. What if, what if we have someone who could protect them? Who? Do we? We can barely protect ourselves half the time. We know someone who feels like a storm coming in whenever they walk in. We know two people that do that. And one of them gave us a job. Are you suggesting that we use the whistle to get rid of the hunt? Because I don't think that will work. No, we use the whistle. It's only to get rid of people, but I don't know if this is an could important we get enough thing. Could we could, could we get them to the to protect them? At least until the job's done. We take the job from them, they give us all the info they got, we'll go get the item. I suppose if we got the artifact, we could look at it and see if it will even do what they think it does, because if it won't, then there is no point anywhere. They will die. I feel like we help them we do we we stick to our word um what happens to them happens to them and if as soon as it becomes clear that we're not going to be able to protect them if that becomes clear maybe maybe we do complete it maybe we do remove the mark i don't know what well i don't even want to think about that um but maybe yeah, we do that might that do to mark. you too might be I, that's I, I don't, cross that that's bridge not, if we have to that's not important what's important is that we we stick to our word whatever our word is so what we help them and maybe we can save face with the hunt if it becomes clear that we are not going to be able to protect them and it seems like either way it kind of works out in our favor which is not a kind thought, but anyway. Let's so take this one bridge at a time. At the very hmm. least, if we offer to do the job for them, they can go back into their hiding space. Okay. Mm. But we have to also make sure they get back to their hiding space too, but yeah. They made it out here. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, go in, offer to do the job for them, tell them to keep safe. We will cross the other bridges as we run to them. If the artifact doesn't work for them, if the hunt gets them anyways, we will figure that out when we hit there. I don't think we can do much to prepare for that. <sighs> Alright. So, you kind of have convened, seem to have reached a consensus, I think. Yeah. Pro, you remain on the outside as the other three move back in. And seeing you lot move back in, uh, Goldie, Margaret, and Titan also make their way back towards you. What's it going to be, Wax? We know the type of demon that hunts you. We want to make sure you stay safe. I'm putting myself on the line. We will make sure we get that artifact for you. You keep yourself safe until we bring that artifact to you. And I'm willing to shake on that. 
going to slap the shit out of my mic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Happens. Uh, so you, you, you shake hands with him and that curse mark again, now appearing on your shoulder as it does, an eye slowly cracking through a void, another crack, mm-hmm. another contract, slowly breaking its way out. I have a cat. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a tiny void. Oh, hey, hello. the void is cute and adorable. I love the void. Um. Anyway, so uh, the contract is bound, and with that, Goldie uh, gives you the details that you need for the job. Um, it is in the Deadlands, which is rough. That is the area outside the uh, outside of the ghost barrier of Doskval. It is the land that is haunted, haunted. Ghosts everywhere. Uh, creatures that are possessed by ghosts. Animals that have been turned into amalgamate creatures uh, based on that possession. Potentially uh, people who have been possessed and become vampires uh, live out there. It is a dangerous land and usually one only frequented by smugglers who are in out. However, it is also a land that is filled with ruins, ruins with artifacts that have been touched by the ghost field, remnants of society from before that carried emotion and now have been influenced by so much energy from the ghost field outside of the lightning barrier that they have become manifestations, artifacts in their own right. The one that you're going after is in an old building, uh, a former a uh, cult temple that existed in the Deadlands uh, outside. Specifically, a cult to a, some say god, some say demon, some say angel. The texts are obscure, looking for a branding iron. You don't know where it is. It's just said to lurk somewhere in the depths of that chapel in the Deadlands. And this is time we are going to go to our break. And when we come back, we will be doing uh, the little bit of probably gathering information with pre-planning for that kind of investigation and going into the engagement role. But until then, we will be back in a couple of minutes. See y'all then. Ooh. Hello, and we are back. Hello, everybody. Uh, We have just come off having a parlay with the Foghounds, trying to bring an end to this war that has been raging in the streets and making the life of the Murmur Venture Project so difficult. And in the course of that, discovering that the Foghounds are currently subject to the hunt. Now, the MVPs have a bit of a difficult choice ahead of them, one that they've seem to have taken what some would call the straight and narrow path. Um, but at the end of the day, they're just trying to help. It's, isn't that what we're all trying to do in some capacity? If not others, then ourselves. So with that said, uh, we go back to back to your boat and y'all have the opportunity to gather information should you so choose uh, at this point, or we can go straight into the job itself. Uh, But 
Why don't we uh, start with that? What are y'all doing to prepare for journeying into the Deadlands and trying to retrieve a, an artifact? Is there any way to get more information about where in the Deadlands it is? Because the Deadlands is a vague answer. Yes, you 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 have a a a, a I, I should say you have a bit of a map you've been okay. given by Goldie for the place you're trying to go already. Okay. It is nice. to the east. Um, it is in the eastern part of the Deadlands, uh, kind of mm, northeastish, uh, a little ways in from the coast. Uh, I think I have an idea what Tristera would do. Okay. Just immediately knowing the contacts they have, he would go to the coffee shop and see if Echo is in. Okay. So Tristero is uh, going to the coffee shop owned by the Damned. So we'll take that into account. What about, uh, let's go to Asher. Asher, what are you doing? Great question. We're not sure. <laughs> I'll go uh, to someone else while you yeah, think, if yeah. you want. Uh, Mort. Um, to be honest, uh, Mort, Mort's already a little bit of a follower to begin with, naturally. And in this current situation, he is really struck um, and is is sort of in sort of mindless follower mode at this point um i think he's really he he doesn't he doesn't want to make a decision either way about this the only way that he can the only way he can justify one way or the other doing anything is by being able to say like okay well i i owe these people in my group um my my presence and cooperation so that's what i'm going to give them so i'm just going to say mort goes with whoever seems like they need the most muscle to accompany them with whatever they're doing all right it's tristero it's always tristero it's yeah, always fa tristero. pretty fair <laughs> yeah I, th I think i just i i'm at sort of a powwow point uh mort just looks at the group and is like um I'll uh, I'll go I'll go with whoever needs me the most, and I feel like we all just kind of like look at yeah, just <laughs> Everyone just looks at wax. Uh, I'm right. going to get coffee. Nothing bad ever happens to anyone getting coffee. Well, well, I'll I'll don't worry. I'll I'll come with you. And you're right. You probably don't need help, but um, I'll I'll be there anyway. <laughs> all right. Uh, Let's go and then to uh, Crow. What are you doing? Would Flint have any information about what I might see out in the Ghostlands? The dead uh, Let me see. Flint. Flint is a spirit trafficker who is your friend. Uh, there is a good chance, actually. Yeah, there is a possibility that Flint would have some information. Uh, out in the uh, Deadlands as a spirit trafficker, he brings ghosts in from the Deadlands into the uh, into Doskval. So, yeah, there's a chance. So you want to go talk to Flint? I do. All right. I want to make you do yet another voice. <laughs> I... Prime. That is my job as the narrator. Uh, all right. And throwing it back to you, Asher. Yeah, and I'm going to take one of the ideas that came up. Uh, so I'm going to go harass Archie to see if... Uh... 
He's got access to any books on this, on the Deadlands, that we may be useful just to help prepare ourselves going in. Okay. So we're going to harass Archie in his office. Oh yeah, 100% in his office. He did say to drop by at any point to his office. We're finally seeing his office. We're taking We're going to office of hours, finally. We're going to office hours. We're going hours. to office hours. <laughs> Professors always talk about their office hours and no one ever uses them. Um, all right. Archie's going to be thrilled. Asher, I didn't go to school claw. <laughs> Let's start with Tristero and Mort, since you are only going three blocks down. So Tristero Mort, you, you step three blocks down and step into a lovely coffee shop. The smell of espresso is in the air with just a hint of chocolate and baked goods. Uh, there is a individual in the corner who appears to be reading uh, the latest news uh, ink rank newspaper uh, on events. You see that prominently featured on the uh, front is um, still searching for uh, iron hook prison breakers um, and uh, kind of flipping through the rest of the newspaper. Uh, in the other corner, there appears to be uh, two students talking and writing things down. You get the sense they might be working on their screenplay. Uh, like they're, they're uh, you know, the, the next great novel, not, not, real, not screenplay, we don't have movies here, but like they're working on their, they're working on their novel that's a joint effort where they're bouncing ideas off each other. It's kind of hard to tell whether or not they're writing one book or two books and like cooperating back and forth on each other's works, but they seem to be having fun regardless. Um, you you kind of, it's kind of a weird sense. One of them is this like very non-binary bright-haired individual. The other one is this brown-haired individual uh, with glasses and they keep, throwing the same ideas back and forth until they fall into a dead spiral of writing the same thing. Um, and eventually they realize that they're doing that, so they separate the ideas again and like start over. Uh, uh, anyway, and then standing behind the counter, there is a very large man, uh, mort-sized kind of a man, uh, definitely Scovelander in Origins with blonde hair that's been cropped tight. He's got a very jagged scar that reaches around the outside of his face at this point. Arms crossed, wearing an apron, but not like a baker's apron, like a woodworking leather apron around his, uh, around his uh, waist. Uh, and like slotted into that, uh, there's just like a hammer that's just like in the belt that's just kind of sitting there. He's just... Standing behind the desk with his arms crossed. Hey, um, good to meet you. Uh, my name's Tristero, but I think you might have a friend who knows me as Wax. Um, we want to come and meet with uh, your good friend and one of the owners of the establishment here. I had to. I need to ask him a few questions about the job I'm going after. Kind of just blinks twice at you. Coffee or pastry? Coffee, please. Uh, I forgot to mention that if Crow knew that uh, you were going, uh, they would have given you the whistle back so that you could show it to them. Mm -hmm. uh, that'd be a good point. I'll also just say coffee and like pull out the amount of money I need for a coffee and also just like show the bone whistle. Kind of the, the man behind the counter kind of looks down at the bone whistle. 
looks over at Mort. Coffee or pastry? Uh, uh, pa pastry. Muffin or scone? Muffin. He kind of, he, he, you see him, he brews up a cup of coffee and hands it over to you, Tristero. And he goes into the, uh, the, uh, into a, a rack and kind of lifts it up and is like blueberry, chocolate, banana nut. I, uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to keep it a little bit healthier, so um, let's go for a, a banana nut, I guess. Okay. He kind of reaches in, pulls out a banana nut. Here, I uh, made this one fresh this morning. That, ju just this one? Well, all of them, but you know. Oh, okay. I was, just... I was gonna say that'd be a little like, odd. Yeah, I mean, you you tend to to, to make them in batches. Kind of do batches, like, right? That's what mm -hmm. that's that was my understanding of muffins. I'm I'm a novice baker myself, so I'm trying to I'm like taking notes. I don't know if there was a thing of people like making one muffin at a time. Well, I I've heard things that sometimes people will make muffins in like mugs, kind of a thing, just for like singular use, mm. and they're kind of more gooey and fall apart. But like, it's more of a like a college student hack kind of thing. Like, for, yeah, right. That yeah, sounds, that sounds nice. Mm -hmm. I can't believe yeah. I'm seeing two of the same people in front of my eyes. Mm. Um, the two of you come with me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he uh, he takes you down. Uh, he takes you into the back, and from the back, he actually leads you down a set of stairs. Uh, and through, you see him click a brick in the wall, and a stone door that looked like the wall slides open. And as he's doing that, he's like, "So." You're the ones who got my brother out of prison. And you're the hammer. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wasn't too hard. Hmm. Leaving was hard, but not too hard. Right. Thanks. Yeah. How's your brother doing? Hmm. Good enough. Comes right. and goes. Runs his own life, as you know. Yeah. Other than that, he, he, unless you begin conversation with him, he's not saying anything. Coffee's pretty good. Thanks. Mm -hmm. Made it myself. Nice. Do you make your own uh, syrups to go with it too? Like little flavors? Little flavor mm -hmm. shots? Don't know how to do syrup. Creamer though. Creamer? <laughs> well, you know, sugar. If you got like sweetener and some herbs if you can put like sugar and water together boil them up yeah. put some herbs in there you got make a nice uh make a night i make a nice uh creme de mint yeah cinnamon cinnamon's a good one everyone likes cinnamon yeah cinnamon's expensive <laughs> yeah anyway click he kind of uh pushes uh open another door and then knocks twice on it and goes go on in Echo, Echo will see you. All right. Thank you. Coffee's great. Like I said, we're going to come back here soon. Hope to see you again. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Um, so stepping into the room, you see sitting behind a desk, kind of currently typing at a typewriter, uh, is Echo, mask on. Um, and as you come in, Echo, uh, you see Echo uh, look to the side and say something. Uh, and yell something down the hall. Oh, 
And Wick, please keep the um the electric experiments to a minimum. We still need to get the insulation refurbished after your last bout. Alright. Ah. I promise nothing. <sighs> so, Wax. Echo, House. good to see you again. How is the Murmur Venture Project doing? I've heard fantastic things so far. We had a explosive entry onto the market uh, thanks to your help and contribution. It was mm. fantastic. Excellent, excellent. I do like to hear that, indeed. But suffice to say, one way or the other, uh, you know, we're all friends here. So, um, or do you have a bit of a infestation of firebugs, as they say? Yeah. Wasn't too bad. Nothing we couldn't handle. Nothing we didn't plan for, but definitely something I am looking forward to handling in the future. Excellent. Yeah. Well, uh, this visit is somewhat unprecedented, so I assume you need something. Some ideas. Um, we're trying to help out some fellow scoundrels, essentially. And... Uh, what we want to do, what we are looking up right now is we are trying to find this brand uh, in order to, it's an artifact of a sort, and we want to use it to remove a mark from this group. Hmm. One, to help them out, but also to help us out and have a bit more amicable terms of which to do crime with. Um, have you ever heard of this brand out in this chapel in the Deadlands? Have you been out to the Deadlands? Oh, yes, I've been out in the Deadlands. In fact, a former tutor of mine took me out there once or twice in order to uh, practice a few things. Mm -hmm. But it is not a place for the faint of heart, so to speak. Mm. Mm. And where is your more, shall we say, arcane-inclined friend. Ro is making the rounds and doing, um, uh, I'm sorry, Crow's pronouns are he, him, or they, them. Uh, he or Z. He or Z. Z uh, Zeron rounds and investigation. You were just the first person that popped in my head when it came mm. to dealing with those of a higher power. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say higher power. Well, I appreciate the visit, but information is never free. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, is I there anything out the assume that you not using the little gift I gave you means that you're not calling in that favor. I 
have left the jurisdiction of when to use your favor up to crow personally i think once something we know is too much out of our hands that's when we can call upon you but instead i'd rather keep that just in case that's more it's it's more of we appreciate the favor and we would like to use it but we don't want to have to use it you know what i mean I see. Well, not a bad thing to have in your back pocket, I suppose. Though, you know, don't linger on something too long. Hang on to something and never use it, and it becomes useless. True. True. Now, suffice to say, you want information on the Deadlands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how to get out there, how to find an, a certain object we want, maybe, um, what to expect. Like, we have general ideas, but, well. Then I have a suitable trade, I think, for that information. It's quite simple. He holds up a small envelope, and he ends. This is for you to give to your dear, dear crow, he kind of puts it into your pocket, Tristero. Mm. An invitation for tea with myself and the Dimmer Sisters. Fair delight. Mm. Yes. Now, this will take some time, of course. And in terms of a game mechanics, in order to use this, if this is the route you want to take, Crow, this will cost you a downtime action in order to go that if you're okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. We're about to have two. Exactly. Um, so, it gives you that. Um, so, an invitation to tea with myself and my dear friends, the Demis sisters, um, just to join us to discuss some things for the future, as it were. Um, now, if you're willing to accept that, then I think we can talk about a deal. <laughs> you want information on the Deadlands. What specifically are you looking for? Well, considering the area we're going to, actually, how can I hide an artifact? Especially one that's deeply connected to a demon. I want to hide an artifact. I want to hide it from their sight as we bring it into town. I, I want this person not to know it's in here, and I want them to lose the people that they marked. Yeah. Echo stands up, turns, and walks down a hallway opposite of the one that they yelled to Wick from. <clears throat> when they come back, they are joined by a familiar short figure there's some familiar short stabby figure. Ah, you fucks. Hey, Skag. Mm. See you. Skag, dear friend. Uh, companions here have willingly traded uh, for information on how to obscure something from the sight of a demon. 
You wouldn't happen to know anything about that, would you? Fuck you, Echo. And kind of like, Skag starts rolling up his sleeves, and you see that his arms are covered in arcane tattoos. Just absolutely up and down with markings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skag here, uh, willingly subjected himself to the kneel to be covered in markings so that he could kill a demon. Mm. Some of these markings carry mm, the arcane properties of shielding, shall we say, from a demon's sight, at least temporarily, when you're close to the demon. Might still be able to sense you at a distance, but it helps mask your presence up close and personal. If you keep the artifact on you, while you have some of these markings, it would probably be similarly masked. Does that answer your question? Well, that would be pretty good. Now the question is, um, could, uh, could you help me acquire the markings? Mm. An echo pulls out an index card and slides it across to you. This is my usual tattoo artist. Be kind. He is a Leviathan hunter. Hmm, okay. <laughs> mm. But he'll give you a decent rate. Mm -hmm. Good to hear. Any other questions? Wax? Mouth? So, if we... You're, you're saying that if we get these these same tattoos, then we will be partially obscured from demons. Any demons? It's a little... The thing is, it's more art than science at this point. It is more of a generic art. thing. Hmm? And beautiful art, by the way. They're oh, yes. Really lovely. No. Trust me. Captain Severn does fantastic work. Um, anyway, uh, but that is neither here nor there. It's more of like a general all-purpose. It might work better for some than others kind of a situation. Uh, it's, it's not tailored to any specific demon is the thing. Uh, it will definitely give you a bit of an edge should you ever end up in a fight with one. Though, even given your size, I don't recommend it. You don't have the uh, backgrounds and skills that we necessarily carried in our own endeavors. And killing a demon is no small feat and carries its own consequences. But it does have the potential to obscure you a little bit from their sight when you're up close and personal. Um, just for my own curiosity, what kind of skills would you need in such an event, if you're willing to share that? Hmm. Uh, Echo leans in in front of you, Wax, so that that broken smile mouth mask is right in front of yours. Well, first, Wax, you have to be able to kill someone. Something that you lack. Beyond that, 
You also have to be a pretty good fighter. You have to be uh, quick on your toes. And you have to have a suitable knowledge of the arcane, or at least have someone on your side. And then it's a lot of preparation. And a willingness to steep yourself in enough blood to get there. Mm. Or in the alternative, you could hire someone else to do it. And then uh, they, they kind of gesture to themselves. <laughs> Okay, good to know. Yeah, good to know that there's uh, options. Hmm. Any other questions, concerns, like? No? All right. <laughs> On your way, then. Uh, and you are dismissed from Echo's <laughs> presence. Uh, let's go to Silas. You're going to talk to Flint, yeah. spirit trafficker, of garnering some information on the Deadlands themselves. Mm. Flint is... She's a smooth kind of character, you know? But in that smooth kind of way, that grease is smooth. Oil is smooth. Uh... A kind of way that leaves you feeling a little bit unclean at the end of the days. Um, finding Flint's not hard. He's got his usual haunt out in Six Towers. Hey there, Crow. How you doing? What can I do for you? It's been a while. How are you? Ah, you know, I'm doing all right hanging in there. Business is booming, as they say. <laughs> I was, uh, I come to see you because actually the, uh, work that I'm presently doing, uh, puts me a little bit in your space, I think. Ooh, you walking on my turf? <laughs> we you are cracking going... on my back, Jack? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to get any spirits, I promise. If I needed a spirit, I would come straight to you. Ah. But, uh, no, I'm the best. Are... You are. We are going, uh, we are going out to the Deadlands for an object. Hmm. Okay, all right. So, stepping into, uh, the outer world, and you came to old Flint to get the lowdown on what's out there. Precisely, I know. You come back every time, so... Like That's right! One better. <laughs> yeah! Absolutely! And I've only lost one finger. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't That's care so about bad. it anyway. It's not like old Flint's getting married. <laughs> you could always use the other hand if you needed to. <laughs> but yes, I was hoping perhaps you could tell me about what it's like out there. <laughs> it sucks. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's the long and short of it. But uh, the vast majority of what's out there is just dead. Dead space, you know? There's cities and towns with their own lightning barriers. Duskfall is prominent for its, of course, but there's others out there, most of them coastal. But in the middle, getting out there, there's, uh... It's got its own way about it. The main thing you gotta watch out is the wandering spirits. They... drain you. Your life force. You gotta keep an eye out for them. 
Stay low. Keep your... Kind of just gestures to the all of you. Contained. Uh, your aura, as it were. Keep it keep it in. You know, you don't want to be uh, testing them, calling them. Uh, beyond that, there's also some uh, not-so-nice characters out there. You know, I'm nice. I'm sweet. You know, everyone wants a taste of old Flint, but uh, there's ravagers in the things. People who, who journey into the Deadlands not to bring back the occasional ghost trafficker are actually out there looking for artifacts and things for a living. Uh, they're a bit more uh, wild, uncouth. These Deadlanders, uh, you know, they do tend to carry uh, jagged weaponry and the like, and they, they don't like people cutting in on their turf. So we, ha- we will have ghosts and people to worry about, hmm? Yeah, that's kind of the, it's ghosts and people. That's what's out there, ghosts and people. <laughs> Thank you for boiling everything I said down to like, like three words, I guess. Yeah. I was proving that I was paying attention. It's fine, it's fine. Is, it is how I take notes. Uh, yeah. And, uh, Crow will like lean in and like kiss his temple. Oh, sweet as sugar. <laughs> well, since I am going out there, I know you said to keep myself closed in a bit, but is there anything you need while I'm out there that I can pick up for you? you know, I've been a bit short on the Deadland salt. Got a good thing to use when you're making up uh, concoctions and mixtures to keep and ward ghosts away, you know, keep the bad actors away while I look for a good customer, kind of a thing. Uh, so if you could get me just a little bit of extra Deadland salt, I won't say no. <laughs> I will do it my best. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later, sugar. And he kind of like steps away and like as he goes, it's, it's you almost hear like a... <laughs> like very West Side Story. Does he provide his own snaps, or does, do they come magically? They seem to just follow him as he leaves. <laughs> That's the best. And Asher, you are going to see Archie yeah. in his office. Yeah. So first you step into Charter Hall University, where you, I would say you stand out like a sore thumb, but you don't usually stand out because you're about a foot shorter than everyone. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you kind of just uh, make your start making your way over towards Archie's office. You, you know where it is because you've been told how to get there before. There is like a security guard who stops you at one point because they think you're a child. Um, <laughs> and then realizes like that you look vaguely student aged. And is like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, General inspection, you know, and goes on his way. <laughs> um, uh, but you get to Archie's office. Archie's office is a testament to the chaos of a man. Ah. You know what they say is uh, a, you know, a, a clean desk shows a chaotic mind. A chaotic desk can show an empty mind. Archie is somehow both. His desk itself is immaculate. He's got, like, the papers are perfectly stacked. He's going through them, like, one at a time kind of a thing. He's got a 
uh, book spread out. He's got a lovely ink quill and a pen. The desk itself is gorgeous, mahogany, everything. Just all of it. Um, the office itself is a chaotic mess, is the thing. There is, like, half-finished chemical experiment in the corner. There is, like, bookcase that is overstuffed with some books that are, like, stacked in front of it because he's run out of room. Uh, there is, like... He's got like pictures hung on the wall, two of which are crooked. Uh, and then beyond that, you know, he's like, he's got like three different diplomas on another wall, one of which is also crooked. There is a like in the corner, there is some machine that has been taken half apart and then like abandoned, or it's a work in progress. You're not really sure, but the room is chaotic, the desk is immaculate. Is Archie in this office right now? Archie is in the office. He is sitting oh. behind the desk, looking at a ledger and papers uh, as you come in. And he looks at him. Oh, this is a surprise. Yeah, well, um, you, did, you did say I could come by anytime, didn't you? Yes, I just, you know, working with students and the like, I never expect anyone to actually take me up on that. Oh. Right. Well, I mean, I could always you know, just have you no, come no, back. Please, no, actually, please, this makes more sense. Come in, come in, come in, come in, come in, come in. Hi. Uh, I, I assume you're here because you have questions or you need something in your yes. current endeavor. How's that going, by the way? I thought you said you didn't want to know anything. I don't want to know what you're doing. I just want, like, a progress report. Uh, like, how's it going? 50% to completion. I was going to ask if that means like half of them are dead, but um, you know what? I don't want to know. Um, you said you didn't want details. I'm doing you a favor. Anyway, anyway, anyway uh, what do you need from me? What so can we I need do for you? I mean, don't ask any questions, obviously, because I know you don't want to know the answer. Um, What and or how much do you have on, per se, hypothetically, the Deadlands? Hypothetically, just man. absolute hypothetical, not something to concern yourself with. I'm just investigating what um, well, books or maps or any... Um... The Deadlands are not a monolith, Asher. They're not all exactly the same, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not like there's there's Deadlands all around, and they're yep. not, not everything that's there is, is the same. So I can't give a generic statement as to exactly what all of the Deadlands are like, you mm -hmm. know? Okay. Right. So, well, are you looking for something specific in the Deadlands? I thought you said you didn't want details. I mean, okay. Yeah, there's a certain so level of details <laughs> I kind of need. Right. So, there is this chapel. I believe we're trying to get to this chapel. There is a thing there that may or may not help with a problem. The problem being of a... Hi, again, this is all hypothetical. This is definitely not something we're getting involved in. Um, but I'm just saying hypothetically, if somebody were involved in, you know, demons and had a mark on them and, needed a, you know, removed. Demons. Yeah. Okay, chapel. Let's start with the chapel. Okay. okay. Let's just start with the chapel. What chapel? What chapel is it? What did we get told from? Uh, you, you did get told the name of the chapel. It's just that no one had asked me this yet. Uh, okay. The name of the chapel is uh, the... the, the uh, Chapel of Justice and Vengeance. Okay. Right, so the Chapel of Justice and Vengeance, does that narrow it down? 
Maybe. Um, How many chapels me. are named that? Uh, well, you know, a lot of self-righteous groups think that they're, you know, arbiters of justice or vengeance or both and like right. kind of a thing. So okay. come with me. Okay. Uh, he leads you down to a, a couple of staircases, like three floors down, just like the first level of the basement to a library. Mm -hmm. uh, he's like, all right, Deadlands. So that's going to be ancestral history. Going to be looking at specifically cults, occultish, religious subgroups, under religious subgroups, those uh, vengeance and just vengeance and justice. Yes. Both. Okay. Both. Not you. Not you. <laughs> not you. Ah, here we go. This is probably it. Hmm. The cult of Osiris. Oh. That sounds fun. Probably. I don't know. They're <laughs> dead now. So. Oh, okay. Um, as you would expect for a group in the Deadlands that, you know, had the chapel taken. It doesn't yeah. appear to be an active group. This is a century or two old, it looks like. Um, it does appear that they worshipped a entity, likely a demon, that uh, specified in vengeance, specifically in dealing with the uh, marks of others upon them. Kind of like, in a way of like, you cast vengeance upon someone, you end that vengeance by excising the enemy or making good on it. So it, it, it dealt with endings, as it were. Justice, okay. vengeance, it lo specifically looking yeah. at it as an ending. Okay. So uh, is there a thing you're looking for in regards to them? I I mean, did they have something to do with the item that was described that the fog has described to us? It was like um, a brandishing a branding iron. Branding iron. Okay. Yeah. So looking for something along the lines of a branding iron. Does that track with this group? Oh. Okay. He flips to the back of the book and shows you a picture. Was there? What was it? Probably this. The iron of retribution. Sure, that sounds pretty. Basically, right. uh, in the case that someone who had wronged another and vengeance was sworn, wished to make amends, uh, they could make those amends, but would be branded with the iron as a mark that they had done this once before. So should they ever cross them again, they would not be given the same luxury kind of a thing. Okay. Get out of jail free, but only once. Got it. Kind of, yeah. So. Okay. Perfect. Does this book have anything on maybe like, I don't know, something that might try to like kill us? I mean, I feel like everything's going to try to kill it's us. It's the Deadlands. There, everything's going to try to kill you. I know, but anything we can do to avoid the killing of us? I, hypothetically, again, definitely not your favorite project getting themselves involved in something that may or may not um, be. It's the Deadlands. Bring anti-ghost everything. Got it. Okay, perfect. Any other fun tips of advice for me? No? Okay. Well, this has been delightful, Archie. We should do this more often. I really quite like your Absolutely. office. Yes, feel free to come sit in on a class sometime, you know. Ooh. Might be fun. Oh, I think so. I definitely think so. All right. <laughs> yes. Um, toodaloo. Off you go. Okay, bye. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, and with that, you once more reconvene, uh, bringing together the various bits of information that you have garnered from Echo and uh, from Flint and the, and from Archie. What is the plan? We definitely need to get out there first. You know, we probably should figure out a way to get out of the city. By the way, uh, Crow, this letter is for you. Here you go. Go have tea. I, I will gladly go have tea. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Maybe not now, but like Well, later. no, not right now. I will have to live through this first, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um. We, we don't need to discuss the specifics of how you're getting out there, things like that. Suffice to say, you have a boat, so you can take the coastline. That's not as much of an issue. What we need to decide, we're getting into the engagement role. You need to decide the plan that you're going with. Are you doing, are you assaulting the chapel, i.e. doing violence against it, breaking down the door, going in, kicking uh, guns blazing, kicking and screaming? Are you somehow deceiving your way in the deception uh, lure trick? Are you sneaking in with stealth? Are you going with an occult plan to engage a supernatural power somehow to get you inside? Or are you uh, doing a social plan to negotiate, bargain, or persuade your way through? Normally my vote is for the occult, but just this once my vote is against it. That's fair. I I was actually going for that. Doing magic in the Deadlands gets you a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. It feels just like it become extra magic, and that's probably too much magic. I'm all for, I mean, trying to stealth our way through there as best as possible and try to not get noticed. I think that's kind of what we're hoping for. Yeah. I think we can probably find a good way to get stealthy. And um, Echo was kind enough to refer us to a sea captain, a, a leviathan hunter who can give us some pretty good tattoos that should at least help us with a demon problem, and maybe we can also ask for help with a ghost problem. Yes, there is one thing with the tattoos that you should know. Getting the tattoos per person will cost a downtime and a coin. Mm -hmm. Which I do not currently, I don't have coins though. I have a coin. Yeah. There is two coin in your vault. Oh yeah, we got the vault too. Oh yeah. I have um, a coin too, so. Yeah. It might be worth the investment to get that. Um, at least for one of us. There's no uh, real point in getting it for me. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So I will uh, unvolunteer. <laughs> Um, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, if we're going to try to keep this thing as stu- this is to help keep the things stealthily away from the demon, correct? Yeah. Because I think the issue is once we get it, bringing it back. Then I'm probably the best person to go get this. Mm-hmm. So. I'm happy to give up my coin on a downtime. I don't plan on being okay. too crazy, so. Mm-hmm. So you, so Asher, you want to go get the tattoos? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so mark off a coin. Yeah. And when we get to downtime, you will be lacking Down. in a downtime. 
Cool. Uh, <laughs> but you go to see the Leviathan Hunters. They are a group of sailors who go out to hunt Leviathans for their blood, which is the, quote, basically oil that powers Doskval all around. Um, they are a tier five group uh, that holds significant political power. However, like many sailors, they also love their body art um, and have a particular inclination for the arcane, given their workings with Leviathan. Which is why, when y'all see Asher again, her arms are covered in arcane ink. And for Crow specifically, um, everyone can see it a little bit when the lights go down, but Crow, you can see it all the time as there is a slight glow about them. Just where they resonate with the ghost field ever so slightly because the ink that the Leviathan Hunters used is mixed with Leviathan blood. Um, but you, you are now have, you now have sleeves, full arm tattoos, both up and down, uh, Asher of arcane tattoos. My um, dream has been realized. I'm good. <laughs> yes. Um, what that does for you is more or less has mostly to do with demons, um, in the future. So if you have to make any rolls, in opposition to a demon, you will get a bonus die, is basically cool. what that does. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So, with your stealthy individual tatted up, uh, are we thinking a stealth plan is what we're going with here? Yeah. Yeah, we can take a boat out of the city. That's good. So the coastline's probably gonna end up being our entry point if we can find like a river that's close to that chapel yes it is yeah. uh well there's not really any canals out in the deadlands it's more you post up your boat your entry point will be somewhere on the chapel itself whether it is the front door the roof the potential side door what are you thinking is this chapel like ruins or do people use it regularly yeah it looks ruined that does not mean that people here don't use it, though there's few people who tend to live in the Deadlands, but it looks ruined. I see nothing wrong with using the front door of a place that has been run down. Or at least using the back. Yeah. So it's not the common entrance. Yeah. Maybe we don't need a roof in this case. Maybe not the roof this time. <laughs> this time. <laughs> the next time. I, I would prefer not to use the roof personally right all right back door so, it is the back door is the point of entry is this operation particularly bold you know, one die for luck is this operation bold or daring absolutely absolutely you are in the deadlands breaking into the chapel of an ancestral cult potentially haunted by ghosts demons who knows what's in there is this operation overly complex or contingent on many factors? No, it's get in, get out. Uh, get in, get the thing, get out. Uh, does the plan's detail, i.e. Uh, your detail being point of infiltration, expose a vulnerability of the target? Not really. It's the back door. It's not any less protected than the front door, if it is protected at all, probably. But it is what it is. Is the target strongest against this approach, stealth approach? I'm going to say no. Uh, can any of your, your friends 
for context, provide aid or insight. I say they already have. So I'm going to give you a bonus die there. Um, are any enemies or rivals interfering in this operation? Normally, the Foghounds would be interfering. However, they are having you do this job, so they are not. So you, none there. Are there any other elements I want to consider? Maybe a lower tier target will give them a, an extra die, a higher tier target, give them a less die. You're losing a die for a thing you don't know about. Oh boy. No, thank you. I don't see Brandon dancing on camera. I know. But I'm like, that's even worse. You motherfucker. You're not helping. Dice. Hey, that's more than we've ever had. You're not <laughs> wrong. That is true. We've had one dice. We've had negative dice. <laughs> yeah. But we've never had two. So going in with two dice for the engagement roll, we are on a five. So we are at a risky. We are in a risky position. So pretty standard across the board. Everything is usually a little bit risky here. So why don't we get into it? A lot of you step through the back door, making as little noise as possible. This is a stealth operation. So unsurprisingly, Spectre is taking the lead, watching the edges, looking for traps, and scouting out potential individuals. As you step into the back uh, room of the chapel through the back door, you find yourself in what would normally be considered a vicar's lounge kind of a thing, an area that where the whoever presided over this chapel likely lived, took care of things. Obviously, it's very run down at this point, falling apart. However, you can still see that there's a few parts of it that seem to have maintained their integrity. Um. As you're making your way through that, I would like to get an attune kind of roll from everyone because you are in the Deadlands. So this is kind of a group roll, um, more of a just attuning. This There's no risk or consequence here, really. This is just more of a vibe check across the realm of how y'all doing. So give me an attune roll. Uh, we've got a five from Silas. We have got a two from Tristero. We have got a three from Asher. And Mort gives us a... Oh, I missed it. It's a four. Um, so, uh, so across the board, Asher and uh, Tristero, y'all are like, no, no, this is, you know, just another day, just walking in. Uh, it's like another day in Doskval. Spooky stuff happens all the time. It's not any spookier than anywhere else. John, you, you, Mort has been spending time around the hunt. You've attuned a little bit closer to that which is close to the supernatural. So you, as you step into this, you get that shiver down your spine. That little bit of something's off. Something feels off kind of a thing. Crow. The ghost field is your domain. This is where you work. This is where you operate. Your senses are attuned to this specifically. And as you're kind of reaching out with those senses, feeling the pulse, as you step into this chapel, you're kind of going and go, oh, oh dear. 
This is something's domain. That something, you're not sure. Doesn't feel like a ghost, but it doesn't overwhelm you like the hunt did. It doesn't necessarily feel like a demon either. There is something here, something lingering, sends a crawl of the back of your spine and a little alarm in the back of your head that screams danger over and over and over again. Your fight or flight senses kick in and the only thing that you want to do is leave. You have not felt this in danger from a thing that wasn't a demon since the first day you met Skurlock. Hmm. Uh, do I need to roll to resist the urge to run outside? No. No, you're you're able to resist that pretty handily enough with your own force of will, but you can feel it. I am going to silently just like tap each of them to let them know that something lingers here that is bad, but I don't want to speak and like give us away. Stepping further through the chapel, you have, um, you know, the chapel itself is broad to say the least. It, it appears Catholic in nature is the best way to put it. Uh, in terms oh, of the pews. Is that, what, is that what's lingering? <laughs> Catholic guilt? Catholic guilt, yes. Catholic guilt is what is lingering here. You're gonna just vaguely in the back of your mind, you all hear a voice going, you didn't go to communion. <laughs> you're not baptized. Oh, your mother. Um, no. <laughs> no, it is not Catholic guilt, is what's lingering. But there is a stern, I would say, Catholic quality about it. The pews, the altar, the, uh, I guess, artifice of sacrifice that seems to linger around the air. And the stained glass, which is gorgeous in the places it's not cracked. <laughs> Moving forward down the stairs. Uh, Spectre, we definitely move into your domain as you encounter a locked door. Okay. <laughs> um, I always have my lock picks on, so I'm going to take a, a stab at trying to un I try to unlock it. Fair enough. Are these your fine lock picks? Yes. Okay. So make sure you, you mark that. Uh, make sure, you, I, I realize I often forget this, to have everyone mark their load, I know. what kind of a load you brought in, whether it's a light, a normal, or a heavy. Um, but uh, you got your fine lockpicks on you, so that, that is uh, up a tier. So why don't you give me a finesse roll for uh, the uh, results? Uh, here, your... It is a risky standard, so you can push it to desperate great if you want a potentially better effect. Though with picking a lock, that's not usually necessary unless you're trying to be excessively quiet. Um, your 
Devil's Bargain, if you so choose to have one, is that, um, hmm. Your Devil's Bargain is that something does hear you. You just don't know what it is. I don't like that. So what I'm actually going to do is to, uh, push myself and take two stress, because I have no stress right now. Prime. All right. So take the two stress, push yourself for an extra die, uh, and give me a finesse roll. Uh, since you are using your fine lockpicks, the tier of what you're doing will be improved. Okay. Ugh. Okay. So here's what happens. You go to work at the lock. And as you're working at it, you just can't get it. It just doesn't want to work. And then suddenly there is a and you pull your hand back as you realize the lock bit your finger. That's new. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, and you look down and there is a searing. It's not enough to count as a harm, but there is a searing bite around the bit of your finger. And the consequence here is that I start you for the consequence for you to res to resist here is I start a uh, a clock called possession on your character sheet. Um, ooh. Oh goodness. Uh, that would be a resolve resist if you wanted to resist that. Yeah, I'm. I, although the dice are not in my favor today, I am going to resist this. I don't feel like being possessed. So, Come on. go ahead and give me a resolve resist. Then you there are not go. starting a possession roll or possession clock on you. Then you take three stress. Okay. Mm. Going gambling later. It'll be fine. Yeah. Provided we're not at war again. Uh, All right. So you kind of there's a nip, and you're like, and you can feel a little bit of searing in your blood. The door is still locked, and yet y'all see uh, as Spectre pulls her hand back and starts shaking it out. Shitty lock. Right. Somebody want to take some violence to this thing? It fucking bit me, and I'm quite not a fan of it anymore. Let me give it a shot. And All uh, right. I'm gonna go ahead and mark arcane implements. All right. And uh put some black salt on the uh like around the lock just kind of satiate whatever's in there and pull it away and i'm gonna also try and finesse it okay okay give me a finesse roll with All arcane right. implements instead yep yeah and uh risky standard still risky standard unless you want to you know trade yep, off for great. desperate great or desperate, desperate great, great. Yeah. so no bonus dice. Oh. <laughs> All right. So mark mark that experience point and prowess for the desperate great. Um, you did go for a desperate position. So your consequence is that is a double one, by the way, for everyone who can't see it. He, our, our lovely Tristero got what is essentially as close to a critical failure in Blaze in the Dark as you can get. Uh, your consequence here is you get you rub the black salt around and then also try to finesse the lock it bites your whole goddamn hand um it it it, it has uh asher woke it up tristero got bit 
your consequences. I am also starting a clock that is called possession, and I am ticking two slots in it instead of one. I would like to resist that, but also I want to point out I accidentally seasoned myself by putting black salt in there. <laughs> you did. So give me a resolve. Take one stress. All right. As you pull back the door, now the door is hissing. Uh, what is the door made of? It appears to be made of wood with like the iron bands like at the corners. Like, uh, what is the, what is the area around where the dead bolts would be look like? Like that is that made of wood, or is there like no parts? That's stone. Great. I have my ghost key. <laughs> if we would like to use that, it's not recommended out here. All mm -mm. things considered, but it might be better in terms of stealth than knocking a door down. They're about equal in terms of attention we will gather. It's just ghost attention versus whatever else attention there might be. Different I'm question. open to suggestions. Are there hinges on the store and are they like inside the stone or are they like on the outside towards us? Uh, you can't see any hinges. Oh shit. Mm -hmm. Honestly, um, I'm good with either plan at this point. Kind of, I kind of want that lock to meet something very painful, though. That's all I personally feel at this point. I got acid. Beat you both. Um, my my plan is to just put a foot through the wood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is that what you're doing, Mort? <laughs> if, Somebody is as long as somebody gives me a, a, a head nod or an, an okay, I'll 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 do it. If all else fails, I do have the ghost key. So, all right, <sighs> all right, Mort, give me a wreck. But it is. Uh, give me a wreck. It is a uh, risky standard unless you want to push it for desperate. Great. Um. Yeah, I would like to do that. Actually. All right, go ahead and mark an experience point in prowess and give me a desperate great wreck roll. You can push yourself for an extra die or a devil's bargain. Um, I think I'm good. Hopefully, okay. we'll see. All right, give me a roll. That is Jeez. a four, so that is Jeez. a success with consequence. Fair enough. So, uh, Mort, you lift up a foot and crack smash the door in and it goes flying in and you hear a, a, a light <laughs> as it gets slammed against uh the stone opposing wall as you do though you feel something rising up inside you and more your consequence is i'm going to start a clock on your sheet called bloodlust if you would like to resist that that is a resolve resist Um, I would like to resist it. All right, so give me a resolve resistance roll. Okay. All right. All right, so take two stress. Okay, not bad. All right, but the door cracks open and you hear as the door does. And then it, like you see the lock kind of like arch and like you see teeth inside the spines and then it falls silent. 
There we go. Thank you, Mot. Yeah. Thank you. Not right. so good with stealth. It's fine. Don't think this place wanted us to be really stealthy, it seems. I, actually, I also think that is probably better than me, me letting every ghost in the area know that we're here. Yeah, let's save agree. that for when we really need it. Hmm? All right. So, the door cracked open. You'll begin moving down what appears to be a hallway in front of you. And moving down a hallway that appears to be in front of you. And moving down a hallway that appears to be in front of you. And moving down a hallway that appears to be in front of you. And moving down a hallway that appears to be in front of you. Yes! I'm going to turn around. Is that door still, doorway still open behind us? Nope! There appears to be a hallway stretching out in front of you. Can I have a flashback to as uh, Asher was digging... Uh, digging at the door, could I have been looking around the room for, like, a symbol of the vicar? Uh, absolutely. So that would be a survey roll, I would say. So give me, or a study roll, uh, depending on how you're using it. You tell me. I think it's just, like, kind of looking around, just, like, walking past the desk, looking at the bedside table, uh, just seeing if there's, like, anything, maybe, like, a loose brick. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and give me a survey roll. That is a six. Okay, so uh, I'm going to say for, uh, I would say for that flashback, uh, take one stress. Um, And then as you kind of uh, reach back, you remember the symbol that was in the vicar's room and then again in the chapel and again kind of near the door, kind of a, a, like a, like, a horned winged kind of thing where it's it's two spirals going out like and coming to a point with three circles down the center. And now as you traverse this hallway again and again and again, uh, you begin searching for that same symbol. Um, reaching out to the walls as you do, you manage to find a pattern in it that is just raised like just you'd have to have your fingers on it to really find it and then pressing your hand against it uh you feel kind of a a little bit of arcane energy emanating off of it a little bit of a closeness to the ghost field hey crow go over here and look at this real quick yeah um i've got my spirit mask with me i'm going to put it on Okay. Um, it's this. It like it is also a crow mask, but this one is fancier. Okay. So you've got the crow mask over your face, the the fancy one as the kind of spirit mask, and it kind of helps focus you uh, when working with arcane things. And as you kind of stare at this brick in the wall, and you look around this hallway, you're kind of like, ah, a trap. <laughs> it's probably obvious at this point, but this is like a keyhole it needs a key and the base that you would know is that it's looking for an arcane signature basically it's looking for someone who meets that arcane signature can i try to attune to it even though it's not necessarily my arcane signature it's looking for you absolutely may that is unsurprisingly an attunement role so give me an attune 
Am I supposed to change anything for wearing the spirit mask? No, right? Uh, no, it will just increase your tier in terms of it'll make your 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 thing a little bit better. You're you're a little bit better than you were before, so it'll make your effect better in terms okay. of me narrating what you do. Okay. have a three and a two, so I'm just going to try it. All right, so no no pushing yourself for devil's bargains. No. All right, give me a tune roll. That is a five. Okay, so here is your, uh, so you're very successful. You're able to push your, your, your will and attunement through it, and as you do, for your friends around you who are more observant of what's happening while you're focused on that, you all, you find it get a sense of vertigo like the floor drops out from under you for a second, your stomachs drop out, and then it feels like the entire space contracts around you. And then you're in, it's almost like being back in the Dimmer Sisters' house, if you remember, uh, when you first entered there and the hallway seemed, if you hadn't wanted to be there, you would have had to, you, it would have kept you out by keeping you endlessly locked. Uh, is very similar thing here, except it contracts and you are now, can actually see a door at the end of the hallway. And when you look back the other way, you can see the door that you came from. Uh, additionally though, there's a consequence here that you are able to resist, uh, resist Crow. That consequence being that your aura is now permanently marked a little bit with the aura of the spirit of vengeance and justice. Mm. Is that a clock I will have to worry about? That's not a clock, that's just like, it means that anyone who is attuned to those demons or spirits is going to be a little bit closer to you. Hmm. I will resist that. Alright, that is a resolve resist. Following me around. I've got enough shit. Alright, take one stress. <sighs> that's fine. <laughs> there All are right. two ones in the hell. Crow, do you think that brick is the direct source of like that trap that we just you got us out of uh i think it is both the arbiter and the key if that makes sense yeah huh do you want it i kind of want it i think the dimmer sisters would like something like that it's a good present to give them good present are you going to be trying to pry the brick out of the wall I might be trying to pry the brick out of the wall. Are you doing it or are you asking Mort to do it? Hey, Mort, buddy, I need your muscles. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Here's a All crowbar. Right. Mort, oh, crowbar would be great. Mort, give me a rec roll. Okay. Oh, man. Uh, risky standard. And yep. I'm, I'm not doing anything bonus for that. Let's see it. Well. Ooh. Mort, you. Wait, wait. Did you get it? Did you get one plus one for help? Because I can. Do oh, that you didn't. Roll. Just roll me another d6. Just, just, uh, just put in a roll d6, and we'll see what it says. That's because you did get help. Oh, why, okay. Why did I do that? That is a no, six. I think no. I think I rolled it wrong. Oh, you did. Oh, you rolled six. I just. I rolled six. Yeah, that's oh, the that is instead. That is a. That is a one. Uh, <laughs> oh. We're okay. so happy and then so sad. Yeah. Sorry okay. about the. Miss miss type fake out. Well, I want to check something because it said roll sixty. Is that yeah? It just makes a six. Okay, yeah, I think it just, just makes a six. Yeah, just uh, just makes a six. Okay, so yeah, you rolled a one, uh, one, one, two, two. Uh, so you do pull the brick out, 
hard enough that it cracks in half and hits the ground. I, I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think it was supposed to come out. Uh, that might have just been me being greedy. It's fine. Other stuff in the chapel. Yes. Sorry. There is, for that roll, there does have to be a consequence, however. That's, that's just the failure, is that it breaks. Uh, the consequence is, uh, Mort, you need to resist the uh, level one harm of Cursed. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. Um, that is a resolve resist. Jeez, oh, okay. Um, is there anything I can do for these? Nope. Great. <laughs> Alright, so take okay. free stress. This, right. uh, this does match, uh, my, my stress bar is now looking more like what I, I was feeling going into this, so that's... That's probably accurate. Don't worry, buddy. I got you. <laughs> All right. So as you kind of, uh, as the break breaks and you can feel the arcane energy emanate out on you more, you're like, mm, no, don't like that. No, no, yeah. no, bad. Um, it's kind of like warding off a stench. You're like, nope, 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 nope. Um, moving further down to the end of the hallway, the door itself, this second door, is not locked. It seems like they didn't really expect you to get past the first door that was trying to eat you. Um, opening the second door, it makes its way down a set of stairs to a underground chapel, you can tell. And as you're getting further and further down, Crow, you especially, but everyone at this point can feel that sense of dread that there is something here. And then as that sense of dread kind of washes over you, you can hear a... Don't like that. We will die in seven days, I know. Is that is that real? Is that uh, yes? Yeah. Regretted uh, me. Mm. Let's find what looking for and get out then. Okay. There has to be like a lower level to this place if we're going through this door. Mm -hmm. Um, what what does the room we're in look? What does the room we're in look like again? Well, you were going down the stairs, is oh, what yeah. I said when I was describing this. Stepping into a lower inner chapel with that noise. And as you get down to that lower inner chapel, you the noise gets louder. But this appears to be the bottom of the chapel. You know, it's not a lot to a church. It's a place of worship, not a place of living. Um, especially before the days that these were like, they would also have like community kitchens and things in there. And, you know. All those and in you know the room for the for the child's the children you know bible school all that kind of thing they don't have all that no um no this is just the lower chapel in here what you see is on the walls carved are arcane marks and ruins there is uh, a degraded uh degraded but beautiful carpet across the ground, also covered in markings. Broken 
wooden pews that seem to maintain throughout it. And in the back, there is an altar with an iron rod with a symbol at the end of it laid across it. And all around, you can still hear that. Right. Okay. Um. Mm. I like this. Me neither. That looks too obvious for me to just, you know, go shadowy and go steal it. Do I, do I have a, from that vicar's room, was there like priestly robes, mothbitten at least, but like some kind of like. You want to flashback to say that yeah, you found I'm some? Gonna, I'm going to flashback to say I found like a symbol and some robes, just kind of okay. dress up the part. I'm going to give you stress for that flashback too. Yep. But I'm, I will say you were able to find some, some robes, like some beautiful blood red robes with gold trim along the side, as well as a rose lapel that goes in the front with a sword and dagger that cross behind it, as well as a broken mask that you place like a masquerade mask that goes across your eyes, also black with gold trim, and a hat that stands a little too tall to be comfortable. Big pointy hat, big pointy hat. Sorry, I just love Breath of the Wild so much. <laughs> That's okay. I'm thinking about the turtle pope from Elden Ring. Um, <laughs> even better. Um, okay. I... Oof. This will be weird. Does some... Considering the master's been out in the Deadlands for a while, does it have like a ghost, fe uh, ghost field view? It's not an object that appears to have been focused by the ghost field. It, it doesn't appear to have emotion attached to it like many of the things that do end up being impacted by the arcane. Okay. Um, my idea is we theatrically play out a service for what this god could be, and hopefully that will appease whatever is in here. And then we take we take the brand and go. What? How? How is this? How is this any different than just grabbing it and going? There's a distraction with it. Distraction, and also, ghosts got memories. We literally walk through them the entire time. We act the part, then they might be a little bit happier. More willing. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Back up is if everything goes to hell, I'm grabbing it, going shadow and running. Yep. And we will be falling behind you, hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So you <laughs> are trying to act out a service for a religion you know nothing about using robes you found that you don't know for what role they are. Uh, in a chapel under the ground that has been abandoned for over 200 years. This will those. go swimmingly. Please give me an attune roll, Tristero. Um, 
Can I help him in any way? Can I give him you my spirit? You can give him some aid and he'll get a bonus die. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I will help him. I'll take the stress for that. Yep, take a stress. Tristero, you get a bonus die. Uh, um, to push myself and hey, what does a devil's contract look like? Uh, devil's bargain look like? <laughs> uh, How could it get any worse? Yeah. Sure. Uh, your devil's bargain. Your devil's bargain is that as you're performing this service, you begin to smell the scent of blood. Yeah. Okay. Nothing goes wrong from smelling blood. Mm-hmm. Especially considering uh, one of my good friends here could, uh, you know, possibly get the uh, clock bloodthirsty filled up. Nothing can go wrong. Uh, what's my position in effect, please? It is uh, risky standard. You can push to desperate grape. I gotta do it. I got two, plus two dice to this, so. All right. So Tristero, mark that uh, resolve experience point. Yeah, let me do that before I. Uh... All right, rolling. Give me a resolve. Hey, I got a six. Oh, okay. You got a six. All right. Good. So you got a six. For chat. It's a one which six means, two. One six two, which means for you. That means you are successful in performing some kind of service, whatever that may be. You proceed down the aisle to lift the branding iron off its post. And as you do and grip it, your attunement to the ghost field rips through you and you are flooded with the memories of the last person who held this and wore these robes. And that scent of blood makes sense to you now for it is what lingers on the robes and the iron. And you realize as those memories rip through you that the traps, the door that you walked through were not to keep people out. They were to keep something else in. Because when ju- it is when justice turn and vengeance turn foul that they become Nothing but reckless violence. And your eyes slowly ascend to the ceiling where an amalgamation of blood and bodies and viscera and screaming faces look down on you with a hundred different arms broken bones jagged out of them in the shapes of blades and pikes and swords. And as your eyes meet with one of those faces, the largest of them all, it looks at you and lets out a rending scream. And falls from the ceiling towards the floor between Tristero and actually Crow, did you walk with Tristero since you were helping? I did. Between Tristero and Crow and Mort and Asher onto the floor. What are we doing? Um, 
I would like to use my new ability called uh, Foresight. And okay. knowing that a Whisper would also have a, I think, a, I think Whispers get like a spark craft, like the thing that Railjacks have to grab ghosts and hook them. Ah, a, a lightning yeah. hook, yes. A lightning hook. I think uh, I want to have the foresight to have gotten Mort one as well, too. Uh, okay, so a normal lightning hook. Yeah. Yeah. Not, Not a, a fine lightning hook. A normal lightning hook. Okay. So Mort, if you want... So, okay. So you're going to use that to help the teammate. Mort, if you want to say you have that lightning hook on you, that is an arcane implement. So you would mark that in your things that you have on you. Okay. Yeah, I can take that. Sure. That'd um, be yep. great. All right. So you have an arcane implement uh, that is in the form of this lightning hook. Absolutely. Are you doing anything with it? Crow, more. Y'all have lightning yeah, hooks. I, I did yeah. bring spirit bottles with me as well. I don't know that this can fit into one of those, but I did bring it with me. Crow, you know that a spirit bottle is to hold a spirit. This is this is not just many spirits. This has many spirits that have become one thing. Uh, for lack of a better term, a revenant, a mm. ghoul, a monster. It, it is no demon, but it is no ghost. It is something between the two. But it, is it flammable? That's the next question. <laughs> As I throw my fine bottle of whiskey on it to help everyone else out too. All right, so you're throwing a fine bottle. So you give me a skirmish roll. Well, we're, we're going to resolve a couple of things here. You're throwing a skirmish roll. What is everyone else doing? Max, how do you use this thing? <laughs> Just flick it out and hook it. it. It's like a grappling hook, but for ghosts. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'm going to try to use the, the thing. All right. So Mark, you know, that, is, that is not wreck. That is skirmish. Yeah. Uh, so okay, that's fine. you also give me a, a, a skirmish roll. Uh, could, I, could we do a pro roll? Uh, yes. I did not bring my lightning hook with me, fun fact. <laughs> Uh, oh, you can declare it after the fact if yeah. I mm -hmm. set your load. I yes. I think I... Well, I only have four things. I guess I could, yeah. Um, uh, there's nothing I can do to, like, speak to it, is there? You can certainly try. I think... I, I think I will help Mort this turn trying to lightning hook it and get it okay. like secured. And then after that, I wish to speak to it before we set it on fire. Okay. So you're going to give me uh, a, you're going to take a stress. Mort will have an extra die. Asher, are you doing anything? Um, I think the most of what Asher is going to try to do is make their way. How much of the room is this amalgamation of dead taking up? About a third. Okay. In the middle. I like, yeah. so it's... Yeah, dead center. Yeah. Uh, while everything... While the chaos is kind of going on, Asher wants to try to find a way to make it to Tristero to at least see about trying to get the artifact out. All right, that's a prowl, definitely, yeah. from you. So let's resolve uh, the two skirmishes first. Do you two want to do that as a group roll, or do you want to do it individually? I um, would push for group roll for me. Because I, I have bodyguard would that be able to come into play here at uh, all when you protect a teammate take a plus die to your resistance roll and you anticipate i'm assuming possible it's threats. got like sights yeah. on tristero 
Yeah, so if you were resisting, in, in this case, if you're doing it to help Tristero and Crow and the like, and it came down to that you needed to make a resistance roll uh, for something, you would oh, right. um, you, you would get an extra die. So, okay, yes. cool. So risky standard, and I've got a bonus die from uh, yeah. Crow. Yeah, from Crow. you have a bonus yeah, die yeah. from Crow. Great. Uh, so are we doing this as a group roll is the first oh, question. Right. Um, yes, I would like to. Okay, who is taking the stress for it then? I can take stress. No, you yeah. can't. That sounds I, fake. <laughs> I got three. I got three spots. Yeah, and Morgan oh, has four. I should. Okay. I'll take it. Yes, okay. I'll take. It. Uh, okay. risky standard. I mean, yeah, it's risky standard again. You can push for desperate great, but um. Also, I, that wasn't me saying you can't take the Tristero. You I, that was me being coy. But like, if you want, it's between you two. If you wanted to have no, Tristero no, no. take uh, it, it means I can help out one more person. Yeah, I'm gonna take it. All right, all right. So give me, uh, give me the skirmish rolls from each of you. That is a five, and a five. five so no wow. stress. Great. No stress. But cool. there is a consequence uh, with a five. So as the lightning hook slams into it, and the whiskey bottle goes off and. And it lashes out with two of its bone hook-like claws that go up. Uh, definitely one going at Tristero, one going at Mort. Both of you having to resist some uh, damage coming in at you. Uh, unless, Mort, since you do have bodyguard, I would say you could take both resistances. Yes, um, that's what I would like to do. All right, so give me prowess resistances. Two of them with a bonus die. Okay. So here goes the first one. You wow. take no stress hey, on the first one. Stress, that too. is a six, six, six. The six, number six, of the beast. Six, baby. Wowza. That's awesome. That's awesome. Right. Give me the second one again with okay. a bonus die. Let's see three ones. Okay. Five. So take one stress. That would have been fucking hilarious. That happened though. All right. So five stress down. All right. So you Alrighty. kind of like you, you take both clones. You kind of put yourself between uh, you you get its attention and kind of pull on the lightning hook. So the uh, one that was going for Tristero goes over his head and the other one that was going for you slams into the ground at your feet. Uh, Asher, give me a prowl roll. Okay. That is a crit success. So you remove a stress. Yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm at net zero, which is great. Net zero. All right, five. that is a five. So. With a five, uh, risky standard. No one's going for the desperate great. Nobody wants the experience points. I get it. I, get I should it. be. I should be. I keep forgetting to do to bump that, but it's fine. Because um, I'm not so you, doing it, so no one else feels pressured to. <laughs> uh, you you kind of prowl around the outside as you do, kind of making your way. Uh, in this case, the runes that you have aren't as nearly effective as this thing is not, in fact, a demon. Yeah. Uh, but you still can feel them glowing, almost like a. A little bit of protection, uh, if nothing else, a comfort. But with a five, there is, so you're successful. You're able to get your way over to Tristero. There is a consequence, however. And as you get over there, Tristero, uh, the uh, hook that was going for Tristero uh, pulls back down and is coming straight for you. Uh, so I need a prowess resist. Well, actually, I would call that actually an insight resist because you're more dodging this rather than resisting the actual physical effect here as you were sneaking over. Cool, I like I like the insight instead. So we're gonna resist this. 
No. That is a six. You take I got a six. no stress as well. So the, the hook comes down and you manage to roll out of the way. Uh, are you taking the branding iron from Tristera without saying anything? Just, just taking it and going? Pretty much the plan. I think he understood. He doesn't need, we can communicate telepathically. On right. <laughs> you grab it. Are you immediately running away, going invisible? What's the what's the what's the bit here? I'm gonna try to run away, and if it goes poorly, then we go invisible. All right. So you're gonna uh, you're gonna start running the other direction. Mort, you've got this thing hooked down right now uh, with it covered at least partially in alcohol. Crow, you wanted to talk to it. Yes. Make me an attune roll. Uh, do you have a bargain for me? I do have a bargain for you. And the uh, bargain being that you'll get an extra die, but for the weeks ahead, every time you do anything with the uh, arcane, you will hear the gibbering amalgamation of their voices over and over and over again. I will take that consequence. All right. Uh, so give I'm me... also going to bump this up to desperate because I think to do anything meaningful, it has to be. Desperate, great. All right. Give me a desperate, great roll for this. Uh, can I give you another bonus? Oh, you can. I have a five, but if you'd like to. Um, I was going to give you a bonus, and I think what it was was just going to be like a mix of quicksilver that apparently is supposed to like encourage uh people who are dead and like amalgamations to be more willing to hear uh okay. from a whisper okay. roll an extra die tristera take a stress uh this is my second one from foresight oh okay don't take a stress then yay foresight is it mm -hmm. backslash so just... r and then one d6 yeah slash roll uh okay. slash roll d6 you can do slash r. It's slash r works too. Right. Yeah. It does. Okay. Well, it's still a five. Still a five. So, with a five, <laughs> the creature, as it kind of you direct your attention to it, reach into the ghost field and start talking. What do you say? Uh, what are your names? I know you have them. It's been a long time since someone asked you, isn't it? Hungry, so hungry, 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 feed, feed, blood, vengeance, vengeance, justice for the weak, justice for the strong, hunger, hunger, blood, warmth. It is difficult to be lost amidst the sea of the many. I am sorry. One, many, many, one, one, forever, together, forever, darkness, no light, no light, warmth, cold, cold, so cold, so cold, mom, mom, mom. Do you miss her, your mother? <sighs> mom. I miss mine too. I have not seen her in a very long time. I hope someday, I mean, uh, when I call for the spirit, it will be hers, but I know There is an... Difficult. There is an echoing scream 
as that goes off. All around it, it bounces off the walls and reflects in. The being is slightly calmer, though still lashing out. You seem to have definitely had some kind of effect to encourage it to not be so violent, but it's still unhappy. Uh, for your side effect, a consequence here is that the constant voices that are now bouncing in your head over and over and over are uh, like uh, effectively psychic damage against your skull. It is the level one harm rattled. Um, but you can resist that with a resolve resist. I will try to resist that. All right. Give me a resolve resist. Oh, let me mark my experience for my desperate roll while I'm here. That is a six. Nice. You take no stress. Fine. <laughs> Incredible. All I, all I wanted to do was make it calm enough for Asha to get out, and I think I succeeded at that, so... All right, so you have calmed it enough uh, for, for the moment. Asher, uh, give... You're, you're, are you, like, sneaking, or are you just running? I think I'm just running and hoping that it is distracted enough by everything else still going on. All right. Uh, give me a finesse roll, okay. I'd say. Um... Give me a finesse roll and give me a finesse roll with, I'm going to give you a bonus die from what Silas did Okay. for that. Sounds um, good. Are you going to push yourself? Do you want oh. any devil's bargains? Um, well, I'm going to push it to, I'm going desperate in this one because it's a little bit more desperate to get free, like get away from this thing. Yes. So okay. we are going desperate, desperate great oh, here. And don't forget to mark the experience in the resolve pro oh, if you shit. didn't. Oh yeah. And I will do that after. Yes, um, and then what would the devil's bargain be in this case? The devil's <laughs> bargain here is that as you are running away, as you're running away, you notice in the corner, there is a safe. Oh crap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's mean. <laughs> I'm gonna take it because it's a large safe, like 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 you not like you could carry it, kind of safe. <sighs> okay, good to know. Good to know. Yeah. Okay, I'm taking that. I'll take that bargain okay. and deal with the consequences emotionally of that. <sighs> All right. So give me a finesse roll as okay. you're running. Ugh. Three. So as you're running, you, I'm going to say, uh, one, your running does not go well. You trip, fall, roll, and are basically at the foot of this thing. Yeah. For one. The consequence that you need to avoid is that you get caught in that same psychic scream almost that echoes in your mind. And that close to it, that is, again, a level one harm rattled, which would be a resolve resist. Okay. Um... Crap. Do I trust anything? Ah. Basically, this goes poorly if I roll anything that's not a four and up. Um, but otherwise, I take harm, and it just means I get it's less effect, right? Yeah, everything you do will have a less of effect. So if it's if it's a standard effect, it becomes less effect. If it's yeah. a great effect, it becomes standard. Okay. Um, I'll take the screaming for right now. Okay, so give yourself the level one harm rattled. Okay. All right. Okay, so 
With that, uh, kind of the screaming echoing in your mind and, and raging through you, you're kind of like, ah, okay. And your eyes light back up and you see that safe in the corner of the room. Oh, okay, which corner? Is it like the corner of which I was just leaving or is it the corner nearby the doors? Near the doors. The door. oh, shit. All right, uh, Mort, you have been holding this thing down for, for now uh, and uh, Wax, you threw alcohol on it. What are you two doing? I, I'm personally using this lightning hook I'm gonna try. Is it like something I could like get an angle on it and like like put a foot on it and try and like get it, it like try and like literally wrangle the thing? You can um, certainly try. That would be probably a skirmish roll. Uh, okay. Uh, if you wanted to, uh, I, I I will give you a proposal. Also, this thing has some alcohol on it. A lightning hook has lightning in its name. Uh, right. You can channel a lightning through it if you wanted to make it go spark. Okay. Um, I wasn't sure if that thing... was like a thing that was always in effect or not. I was actually going to ask if I was going to get electrocuted if I was just to even like touch the thing while I was hooked into it. Um, but yeah, absolutely. I'll if if uh, if I need to activate the the spark, hundred percent. That's that's easy. I'll do that. All right. So that's that's. Ooh, that, that is your choice. Skirmish, Wreck, what are you thinking? Um, that... How, to, to look at, at Mort's quirks, how reckless is Mort feeling? Um, I would say very. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there, is there any way I could do, I could do both of these things? Like really try sure. and like. You could certainly um, try. Ignite. Ignite the flame if possible, as well as like really try and like tear into this thing so it like yields for long enough for me to try give and me, give everyone else an extra second to get out. Give me a give me a rec roll. Okay. Um, I would I'm definitely gonna make it desperate. desperate because brave. I'm okay. I'm like I'm gonna be like screaming to Tristero to get the hell out of there. Um so I'm, You're yeah. muted. I, I can afford to help you. So. Okay. So crow, take the uh, crow, take a stress. Give yourself an extra die. There, uh, Mort. Okay. Um. And not to be trifled with doesn't give me anything extra. Just like allows me to. Not to be, be trifled with. A force. Engage this. Well, I would call this a yeah a small gang on equal footing. I would call this a small gang. If yeah. you can't tell by the amalgamation. Mm -hmm. So yeah, so you're not in uh that that means it's not affecting your effect. Normally if trying to fight a thing that is above your tier, above or bigger than you or more people than you, you would have less of an effect. So in this case you have the normal effect, so you're still in desperate great instead of desperate great. standard. Okay, sweet. All right. Uh desperate great bonus die. Let's see it. That is a five. A five. So Here's what I'm going to say. You are successful in wrangling this thing out, and as the lightning courses through it, it screams in utter agony. A thousand voices, it almost seems to chorus around, echoing off the stones and reverberating again and again and again. And as painful as that is, as much as that hurts, the actual uh, consequence of your action here is that in order to do this, you had to quite literally basically bull wrangle this thing, but you are now 
on top of it and will be in a worse position for whatever you try to do next. Um, if you want to resist that, that is a prowess resist. I think, I feel like I can probably get another bodyguard bonus die for that, right? Yes. Then I, I'm going to do that. So prowess, one bonus die. Um, yeah. Oh, boy, oh. howdy. You take three stress. Okay. You have not quirked out yet. Not yet. All right. So as you stand on top, uh, basically push this thing down and leap back off and kind of hold it down, it screams in agony, as I said. And this thing, killing a monster is not y'all's forte. Killing anything is not your forte. And so that's not really been the bend here. The bend has been to keep it locked in place until you can get out. Right. Uh, Tristero. Yeah. Are you doing anything in this moment or are you just running? Um, I hear Mort saying run. I saw Asher fall. I see mm -hmm. Crow talking to it and offering aid. Um, I think I'm going to go for the priority here and I'm going to run towards Asher and okay. pick, pick her up and keep running. Okay, so you go to help Asher. Asher, what are you doing? It depends. Is Tristero like holding on to Asher as they run? Like if you tripped and fall and you're on the ground, Tristero's running up, grabbing you by like the bicep and lifting you up and okay. and like pushing you towards the door. Okay, okay, but you are on me and pushing me toward because I am. You see, my line of sight is directly towards a safe right now. <laughs> do I do I have to roll a sway roll on Asher to be like eyes on the prize? You gotta this, keep going. This is a matter of Asher and Tristero. Uh, player conflict isn't often a thing in plays in the dark in in a way that comes in terms of like pure combat or forcing people or roles and the like. It's more, it is roleplay based kind of a thing. So Asher, you have a choice here in Tristero, you have words. I think, yeah, just as uh, seeing Asher looking at the safe, Tristero is like picking you up and just saying, I'm not letting another friend die in front of me. Fucking get out of here. And just like picking you up wholesale and almost booting you towards the door. Yes. In the grand scheme of things, Asher is stronger than Tristero, however. Yeah. Um, so, Asher, you still obviously skirmish. have plenty of a autonomy. If it helps, yeah. Mort is also, like, yelling for all of you to get out. <laughs> mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Oh, this is difficult for Asher. This is such a... Like, I, I want that. I'm going to make it worse. You're not <laughs> no. getting paid for this. How are you going to get coin I out of this know, job? I if know. You don't... Trust me. Can, can I can I recommend something to you, Parker? I go for it. Is it Do you want to like... roll a resolve roll to see if you can resist going for the safe? Just as a fortune roll? Ooh, is that a thing we can run with? That's, I mean, yeah, you can do that. I, I, I Basically, that's that's out of my league. Uh, you, you can hit resolve because it's that'd be force of will, or you could just do a, a pure fortune roll. Basically, this is for your benefit, for yourself. Yeah. I, I make what would, no I, like, what would Asher do? Yeah. What would yeah. Asher do? I am perfectly content leaving it with like a fortune roll in this case. I think that probably makes it's okay. like a 50 50 whether or not we're giving in. And and it's still a gamble either way. So Asher is happy. 
Asher, yeah. there is a roll fortune button on your sheet oh, underneath yeah. your friends. Go ahead and <laughs> just do a do a one single die there. Number yep. thing. That's a three. That is a You're failure. Like, it's a failure. A th it's a yeah. So just one to three, four to six. Despite what Tristero is saying to me, um, I hear you and I kind of take it into account. As I ghost veil, I'm going to take up three stress on this one to have it last a few minutes rather than moments and make it to go towards the safe. All right, so give yourself three. You, you definitely get to the safe. Um, it is old and rusted, and while it is locked, it is probably not difficult to break open. Okay. We, we're just trying to get it open. All right, give just me. Probably like an, Are hmm? you still holding the... The problem? Oh, yeah. No, everything's still with Okay. Me. That's okay. the problem. So, uh, Tristero, Asher is gone. Invisible. <laughs> she is a shadow. She has done her thing, and you cannot see her. Looking around. Why didn't she do that earlier? And I don't uh, know, but get the... Go! <laughs> go! <laughs> God damn it! Motherfucker, um, go! <laughs> All right, Tristero. Uh, Tristero and Crow, actually. What are you doing? This thing is technically, like, in some sense, physical and mortal, right? Like, they have, like... Yeah, it looks... It's some kind of arcane go amalgamation of ghost field and living flesh. I wonder if Slumber Essence would work on this thing. That's a lot of hole. Do you have a lot of it? I, I, I will point out, this seems to be an amalgamation of many, many people. Can I combine it with some ectoplasm? You can try. Uh, I mean, what else do I got? I'm by the door waiting, on, and I need the rest of the crew to get out of you here. You can leave. I was... Uh... I, I don't think, I don't think Tristero would abandon people again. Fair. Uh, let's look to Crow before you do that. Crow, what are you doing? Uh, having seen that Asha is now invisible and Mort is having a bad time, <laughs> <laughs> um, I am going to like just look into the amalgamate face of this whole thing and say, I'm sorry that this is your faith. Uh, and I'm going to take out the ghost key and I'm going to open a ghost door to get us the fuck out of here. <laughs> okay, so you go to open a ghost door. So give me an attune roll. Believing. Goodness. <laughs> we are leaving. We're getting the fuck out of here. Uh, seeing, uh, seeing Crow get ready to do that, I'm going to pull out whatever arcane influence that can help boost the effect of the ghost door. All right. So you 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 pull out a uh, a vial of Leviathan blood and uh, toss it uh, over to Crow as an arcane booster. Uh, Crow, give me an attune sh roll. Uh, I'm going to shift it to desperate. Yep. Uh, and I get do I get a bonus die for what mm -hmm. uh, wax yes. did? You do. Wax takes a stress and you get a bonus die because that is oh, wax's third health. Mm -hmm. That is a five. So you uh, take the uh, you take the uh, vial, crack it in your hand, and the Leviathan blood drips through your fingers into the key, and you slam it into the floor, 
open up a door and it's like a gate opening underneath your feet. Um, and, and kind of like, are you, are you grabbing Mort? What are you, what is happening here? Yes. Okay. Mort, are you letting go of the lightning hook? What's happening? Uh, as soon I'm I'm gonna try and hold this thing off and I'm saying this out loud basically I'm gonna hold this thing off until like the very last second until I need to go all right like because uh, we've done this before so it, yeah it does this does crow need to be the last one in is that the thing yeah okay yeah. so I would know that so, so I'm gonna yeah. make sure I'm the second to last one in essentially yeah well here's what you know wax is by the normal door and right. Asher is gone as far as you know so you're already the second to last one out basically yeah i think i'm gonna just yell at wax to get in and then i'll jump in after him yeah all right wax wax is looking around and just shouts asher we're leaving and also like jumps down the door yeah but yeah i think Mort is assuming that asher like is gone Went bolted out the door yeah right. so wax goes down the hole uh Mort goes down the hole. Yep. Crow, your consequence here, because you did get a five, the resistance yeah. here is that as um, you need to make me a resolve resistance roll to avoid bringing one of these ghosts of one of these dead people with you. Okay. It's a five. Okay. That is a five. You take one stress. Asher. The safe is in front of you. How do you want to try to open it? Uh, does it, I don't know. I'm, my best plan is to try to finesse this biatch into submission. So. Correct. <laughs> uh, so that is my me, best best play with my. Give pitch. me a, yeah, finesse uh, roll. You have your fine lock picks. This thing is heavily degraded. So you're yeah. already in a great position to open it with a standard. So you don't have to go desperate unless you want to be desperate extreme to make it go even faster. Uh, I kind of do just because it's a little like, I, this is kind of a desperate situation too. Yeah, uh, so give yourself so. a desperate, so. give yourself an experience point in prowess for the desperate yeah. roll. Uh, I hope you gave yourself the experience point earlier for it. Okay. Indeed. So give yourself an experience point. Desperate. Your effect here is extreme. Okay. Cool. Um, Got it. Perfect. I only have one die with this, so this is like terrible. Yeah. Um, uh, Devil's bargain. Yeah, let's hear it. Devil's bargain. The, the, whether it opens or not, the thing's gonna hear the <laughs> of the rust, even if you are uh, invisible. is a terrible situation for me <laughs> okay no we're gonna we're gonna not i'm gonna okay. not do that all right give me a i'm roll. just gonna go wait, with the one wait oh that is a six <laughs> that is a desperate experience so you you basically you out crack in you basically turn twice rip open because you realize oh i know this safe this is an old model some of the old nobility still use this Ooh. thing twist three turns kick it on the bottom and it Ooh opens inside there is a couple of things there appears to be some kind of ceremonial dagger in a sheath and a bag that you have cool. no idea what's in it grab it all let's get all out right. of here question crow did you assume that asher was already gone oh, yeah. and go through the door so that it's closed or are you still there no i did not assume that <laughs> you're gone all right so you lot went through the ghost door and popped back out the other side basically 
out the outside of the chapel. And as you kind of get out there, it is still daytime, by the way. Uh, it's the <laughs> middle of the goddamn day. Breakout. Asher, the ghost door is closed. You've got one so way sorry. out. I'm booking it. And I'm still technically invisible because I made it last Very a couple of minutes. You are still technically invisible. However, you are also going the same way. That is this one thing's way out, and it is free for the first time in centuries. So you are trying to outrun it, as it is also trying to realize it can leave. Okay. So I need a finesse roll from you. Okay. Oh, this is going to go bad, guys. Um, Would I have seen it trying to leave, and yes. I could have just held back instead? Yes, and I would call that a study roll. Okay. Yeah, you know, let's try that for once. I don't know. <laughs> okay. It's the same die in either way. Give me a study roll. Okay. Um, and give me uh, your devil's bargain. Devil's bargain. Hmm. Devil's bargain here for you is um, you take time studying this thing, um, but you stare so long into it that there is a kind of psychic seer branded into your brain, almost something that marks you as having touched something deeper in the ghost field and makes you more, not susceptible, but more interesting to the things on the other side, like Crow. Sorry, my brain immediately went to, so cool, that'll look great on my ghost Tinder profile. This will be <laughs> wonderful. So, uh, yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> All right, take it. Take the uh, take the bonus die. Okay. Um, I am, I, because I'm rattled, I still technically have less effect, right? So do I, should yeah. I be going? So is, you are in a standard, uh, risky standard position, which for you would mean it's risk, uh, risky lesser. So you'd need okay. to push yourself just to get a standard effect. So if I go desperate, great, then that'll go to a, a standard effect. Desperate standard. Yep. So give me okay. a desperate standard roll. Okay. Mm. And give yourself a experience point again in prowess. Or no, in insight. It'll be insight actually. this time, which is not bad for me yeah. to start Ooh, building. Yeah. Anyways. Um, okay. That is a four. So there is okay. a consequence here. Okay. So you you do manage to keep back. Um, the consequence here being is that this thing is so large that it bops you just on accident on the way out. Uh, that would be just a level one harm bruised. Okay, I'll take it. I can't resist anything right now. So <laughs> I'm gonna let that happen. All right, so you get a, you, you take a bruise as the thing <laughs> scuttles out. The rest of you, as you are out there, you're kind of like looking around and you're like, where the fuck is Asher? As this thing comes <laughs> screaming out of the church, breaks through the door into the light of day, pauses, looks up and around to the sky, the sun, the lands around it, dead as they are, and all of the faces on it begin to weep simultaneously. And as they do, the amalgamate beast slowly melts away as it was never, it was a thing secured away 
a secret made of people's fear of retribution. It was nothing more than a boogeyman. It's the fear in the dark. And once it's in the light of day, it cannot stand up. Now you can see your mother again. Asher and then Asher comes out. She casually strolls out. <laughs> strolls out. Uh, the ba- brand uh, over her shoulder, a bag of rattling something, and a dagger in her other hand. I'm so sorry. I thought you were already out. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. okay. I made sure we got paid, kind of, in this one. Let's get out of here. Are you okay? I Nothing. Okay. I will fix this later. Not anything that's irreversible. Okay. But thank you. I thought you left. I also thought you left. Absolutely thought you left. Well, he, it's the part of me going invisible, kind of, yeah, is the intent. Right. Sorry, we're good though. I think Tristero just like, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, open absolutely. Yeah. We need to get out of here as soon as possible because every ghost for a hundred miles knows we are here now. Oh shit. Yes. All right, so let's get out of here. Three, two, one. And you are able to make it out of here. Perfectly fine and perfectly able-bodied. So, uh, to wrap things up, you're able to get back easy enough. How do you want to use, what are you doing with the branding iron for the Foghounds? Um, uh, we should probably confirm that's actually the thing. Yeah. I mean, I in, uh, well, actually, we, no. First step is confirming the fog counts are still alive. Right. That's, uh, that's probably key. For sake of time, here's what I will tell you: you are able to go to the Foghounds base of operations and enter with about twelve guns trained on you at all times. The branding iron in hand, and the leader is standing in front of you. Goldie, looking at you. So? We got it. Skin of her <laughs> teeth, but we got it. Right, hand it over. Come on. Just to be well. clear, this is a one-off. If you mess with the hunt again, basically, you will not get a second chance, just based on what we know. That's, honestly, if we ever mess with the hunt again, it will be too soon. Mm-hmm. He kind of rolls it in a fire as he's talking to you and then just slams it into his chest over where the hunt's mark is. And then hands it to Margaret, who wordlessly does the same. <laughs> and then they hand you the branding iron back. Mm-hmm. Uh, take the branding iron, shake their hand, and the contract the proceeds. Contract disappears from you and Goldie. And he kind of... Right! You stay out of our way, we'll stay out of yours. Go on. I'm gonna just... Yep. All right, bye now. Get the fuck out. Please. Yep. Happily <laughs> oblige that. Um, and you're able to make your exit. Whether or not it works is, well, something you don't know, but hopefully for their sakes. 
shall we say. Mm-hmm. But with that said, we can go to downtime and payoff. Let's talk about getting paid. <laughs> so, first off, we generate a little bit of reputation. You get two rep by default. Let's pull up the uh, crew sheet. Two rep by default that we will mark here. Uh, you additionally get one rep per tier higher than yourself. This was a tier two target, so you get an additional rep. Uh, beyond that, yes, I think that is it. You get, yep, three reputations. So you are this close to getting a stronghold tier one. Uh, you are holding that line pretty well. Now, uh, beyond that, let's talk about coin i.e. the bag that Asher uh, pilfered. Inside that bag was the equivalent of about eight coin, is the savings of a church put aside and left. So that is divisible among a lot of you as two coin each, if you so desire it. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, I'm going to put one coin in the vault. Okay, Um, so Chester's going to put one of his in the vault. I'm going to do the same. I'm going to take both. Okay. Your vault can't hold anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, the vault can't hold anymore. Right. Your vault is full. So Asher takes both. Crow takes both, I assume. Um, Yeah. All right. So that is the pay. You also have the branding iron. So we will put that in your uh, uh, crew sheet as an item that you are have is uh, the branding iron of retribution and Unknown ceremonial dagger. Very excited about that. Mm-hmm. Let's talk heat. Now, by default, this was smooth and quiet and low exposure, I would say, because you are in the Deadlands. See, right. you were in some ruins. I would say that at most, your kind of influence on the city as a wide and a whole was based on the all eyes on you during the uh, kind of parlay kind of a thing. So not a high profile connected target. Uh, it did happen on hostile turf, technically, the Deadlanders. Um, you're not at war anymore, so you don't get a heat for that. Uh, and you didn't actually kill anyone, surprisingly, wildly enough. So um, I'd say you walk away with one heat from this entire job. Well done. Um, Go team. Oh yeah. And no one got any quirks. And no No one got got any quirks. quirks Yet, that's still downtime. (laughs) We still have to talk about entanglements. We still have to talk about entanglements. Yeah. So you have one, two, three, four, five heat, which means we roll on this table and we roll one die uh, because you have one wanted level. So your entanglement for this job is... Uh, let's choose a crew member at random. Uh, like, you can like roll a, roll a d4 maybe? Yep, that's, that's what I'm going to do. Roll a d4, and it's going to be one is Asher, two is Mort, three is Silas, four is Tristero. Um, Roll one d4, two, Mort. Mort. 
while you are uh, gathering ingredients for your next baking endeavor uh, and repurchasing and replacing ramekins for Anya, following the ramekins that were cut, you get grabbed by the blue coats uh, and brought in for questioning about that uh, little meeting you had with the fog hounds. Why don't you tell us a bit about that? Um, basically, I need you to roll me a prowess resistance roll. Not You're not going to take stress for it, I will say. What okay. is going to happen is, depending on you either, depending on how you roll, will depend on how much extra heat your gang takes, or you can pay them off with two coin. Um... I think that's probably worth it, I would say. I mean, extra heat's not bad, per se. You already have a pretty decent amount of it. Um, you're not, even if you get a two extra heat, you're still not at a new wanted level. And there is a downtime project you can do to uh, reduce heat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So, yeah, then we'll go for heat in that case. All right, so give me a prowess resist. Okay. Because um, they're basically beating the shit out of you. Love it. Five. Five. So y'all only take one heat. Okay. Cool. And last but not least, let's do some downtime activities, starting with Asher. Asher. You spent a downtime activity already getting tattooed. Yeah, I did. That, that was the thing. So you have one, unless you spend coin for an extra. Um, cool. Um, I'm going to spend coin for an extra. So, oh, God, because I'm really in pain. Uh, first and foremost, as per usual, we go and we gamble first, because that's clearly always the priority. Okay. Now, answer a question. For your stress relief here, do you go gambling? If you go see Helene. Oh, I go see Helene. I make it good on what I said earlier. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Great. And we will cut to black on that. We will roll me an indulged vice roll. Perfect. Gee, Asher, why do you get two vices? Hey. (laughs) All right. So uh, reduce your stress by six. So you go down to two. Two. There we go. Perfect. Perfecto. All right. Uh, so, and then, and then I am going to spend, spend a, coin. a coin to see a doctor to see what I can do about any, all okay. of this. So you go see the cruise friendly doctor again. Where was his name? We've got it here somewhere. Uh, William Abermice. William Abermice. You go to see William. Opens oh, the door. You again. Hi. What's wrong with you this time? It's a lot of bruises and I'm kind of feeling shaky. All right, come here. It's not as bad as it was before. It's not the burns or any of that shit, but it's, yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and see if we can do some lovely healing. Um, Do we have any lotion? These tattoos are very fresh. (laughs) Very itchy. All right. Oh my God, so just hit healing? No, I got it. Oh, amazing. A five, so you get to heal for three, you get to fill in that healing clock three segments. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So you're you're not healed of any of your injuries, but you're, no. you've made progress on healing. Made progress on healing. 
Yeah, you know, we're going to leave it like that. Just means we're going to get a little bit more desperate in our roles next time. We're going to see how that goes. Sure. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. So let's go to uh, downtime. Let's go to Mort. Mort, how are you spending your downtimes? Definitely need to relieve some stress. All um, right. All of it, if possible. Um, All of it. I, I don't think that's physically possible unless you do it twice. I, uh, well, you I, you don't think I can get a, an eight on a six-sided die? Well, if you I, get, uh, yeah, no. I mean, if you get a crit, it clears all of it. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, great. Yeah. Let's, let's so, go for it. Um, so give me an indulge vice. You go to uh, what? I go to Marlene's gym. Mm -hmm. um, this one, Mort's, Mort's in a real in a real weird place after this one. Um, and he's feeling particularly guilty about um, uh, about his like about going against his word about not fulfilling um, fulfilling promises that he has made to people mm -hmm. in general regardless of who they are um, and his relation to them so I think he does go to the gym and does his standard like cleaning and, and teaching young folks. Um, but I okay. think is there, I feel like there's something I want to do for the, um, for the fog hounds. Is that weird? <laughs> I, yes but not for you because you are a good person <laughs> yeah. no this tracks for you <laughs> yeah it makes sense for mort yeah, yeah mort i almost do you want to send them some lemon bars yeah sure sure yes okay that sounds right. good to me give me an indulge yeah. vice okay marlene's just like why don't you send them your lemon bars i think they'd like that because we're real excited about that a really good idea. Mm -hmm. It's a four. So clear four of your stress. All right. All right. And then you have another downtime. Um, I, I shouldn't. That sucks. It's kind of like the worst role, uh, because it's it doesn't seem worth it to try and go for another one because four is kind of I have four left, so that's kind of <laughs> risky. Um. I think I we still have the brand, right? Yep. Yeah. I think I'm I would like to go use my downtime to talk to the hunt. Okay. All right. Cuz I have my demonic tutelage clock. Yeah. So you go talk to the hunt. Morty. Mort, Mort, Mort. What an interesting fellow you are. Why do you say that? There's so many different kinds of hunts in the world. It makes my domain large. Even when people try to resist me, they help me is the thing. Because they are hunting for a way to get rid of me. 
It's always fun to see what people will do. The desperation, the adrenaline makes the hunt sweeter. And even if you lose some prey, well, sometimes you add a new wolf to the pack. See what kind of strength people have. So, Mort. Ready to go a few rounds? I... I would like that. I... I want to learn more about how it is you choose your prey. I want to know more about finding the people who you've left your mark on. Come here then, Mort. He kind of takes you by the head and then poof, you wake up in your bed, clothes tattered, scratches all up and down your body, mud, brick dust, some bloody knuckles. Give me a hunt roll. <laughs> um, risky standard? It is risky standard. Okay. Great. Yo. There's a six. So with a six, we mark your demonic tutelage up to there. Okay. And that is your downtime. Crow. I'm Unless going to you want to spend some money. More. Oh, yeah. I should say. You want to spend some money uh, for an extra downtime? No. I'm good. All right. Crow. I'm going to tea. <laughs> you are going to tea with the Dimmer Sisters and Echo. You bring the invitation to the Dimmer Sisters' house, and it is a similar sensation, except you go down a different hallway, it feels, down a different door, and end up in a different room, unlike the ritual room where you first, where your friends first met the Dimmer Sisters, I should say. You missed that adventure. Unfortunately, sadly, um, this is a greenhouse, a hanging garden all around you, covered in purple and red and yellow blossoming flowers that are just on the edge of too vibrant. And as you're going to tea, you see sitting at the table is each of the three Demer sisters, all of them wearing various kinds of robes, but one marked in green, one marked in red, and one marked in blue, all with the eye colors to show for it in matching as well. And though the two on the side do not speak, the one in the center with the red eyes, her voice echoes with the voice of three. As the one in blue seems to ponder a wilting flower, and the one in green, green seems to be slowly running her hand along the back of a cat with seven eyes. And Echo is there as well, masked, holding a cup of tea, though you have no idea how they are going to drink it with the mask on, um, waiting your question. approach. Ah, Crow. Pleasure. Pleasure for you to um, make our acquaintance. Your, to join garden, us. your gardens are lovely. Ah, uh, well, as I understand it, the sisters do quite a number to work on it. The echoing triple voice, yes, we 
a lot of work into it. Water it often with rich nutrients from both sides of the world. It shows mm. they are beautiful. And what about yourself, Crow? You seem to water your own garden with interesting individuals. I suppose I have a knack for crossing paths with people. You have some experience with an old friend is probably a stretch, but companion of mine, Skurlock, Echo states. But you've also been walking on the darker side of things a little bit kind of gestures out and flicks a coin across the table. And as it spirals on the one side, it shows a face of fire and ash that breathes out. And on the other side, a seven-eyed demon with a knife hunting. So many interesting individuals. Tea. Please, yes, thank you. And the, uh, the sister with the blue eyes will reach out and um, pour you a cup of tea that tastes vaguely nostalgic. Sad in a way, it reminds you of a cup of tea that was last given to you by your own mother. A memory of not only the adventure you just had, but the nostalgia of the world beyond as well. Thank you for joining us. We would like to use this as an opportunity to talk to you on an important matter. Of course. Darkfall is a dangerous place, especially for those such as you and I and the sisters, demons, ghosts, and monsters abound. And in that vein, we endeavor to try to make it a little bit safer. As you are probably aware, my organization, uh, Echo Gestures to themselves, endeavors to deal with the paranatural threats that come from the other side. We stab them, in not so many words, but like... I, I hear you are quite good at it. <laughs> We're a little more nuanced than that. The sisters have quite the skill at reading and learning on artifacts and items. We've come up with an endeavor, an idea that we want you to be a part of, we think. You seem quite good at attracting their attention, Crow. You and your gang. Hmm. I am uh, quite a flashy bird, one might say. We think the Darkfall could stand to be a little safer. And in the process, we can make some interesting artifacts out of the remains of demons. 
Sounds that's... like a win for everybody involved, sans the demons, of course. Yes. If you're willing, as you may not know, uh, or may know, Scarlock also has close ties to a demon. Mm. Um, I don't know. It is not public knowledge to many, if any at all, but he does. And that demon goes by the name of Satara. Is that the one whose attention you would like me to get? It doesn't matter ultimately which one's attention we get first. What we want from you, Crow, is for you to... Masters is not the right word, but is close approximation. Abandon your masters, the demons who are so interested in you, and take up tutelage with us, and we will teach you in the ways of murdering demons and carving their bones and their blood and their viscera into artifacts of power for our own benefit. Well, it is not a difficult abandonment. I have not started my training yet. You picked me up at a good time, I suppose. Hmm. Yes, well, not to say that there isn't pleasant things you can learn from demons, and as they do uh, say this, Echo kind of brings one hand across the other, and their finger bones lengthen into claws out of, through the skin, out of it. And That's then very handy. Retract back in. Yes! I killed the demon who taught it to me. Hmm. So... I suppose I'm not thoroughly against you necessarily fraternizing with demons and learning from them what you can. So long as you kill them when you're done. Mm. But you'd still have to learn the ways of that from me. And the ways of crafting from them gestures to the sisters. Well, I am a student of many things after all. I may as well become a student of one more. Mm. Excellent. Honored for the opportunity, all of you. Thank you. Oh, don't you worry, Crow. You'll be damned yet. <laughs> um, and uh, with that, we will start a clock on Crow's sheet. Two of them, actually. Um, a clock for um, arcane artifice, which is the art of turning things to. Uh, projects, and, oh, that's not the button I wanted, uh, and another clock for, uh, we'll just call it demon killing for now. Simple. These are various projects that you can devote downtimes to studying. You have another downtime. What would you like to do with it? Uh, I was actually going to uh, go and see my fiery friend. So ah, all right. I'm still going to do that. Okay. So down down below into a crypt that has long been burned by fire and left to ash. One that has burned out and is no longer in use. One that borders the very deadlands that you were just in. You step down and are able to begin tutelage beneath the flames of the world. And this arching demon who never's face you can see because they are always in flame and shadow. Only the eyes appear to you. But it whispers in your hand. Hmm. Sink your hands into the fire. Brand yourself with its might. And let us 
begin. Young vessel of flame and ash. Uh, and go ahead and give me an attune roll for studying for mastery of ash and fire. Risky standard? Risky standard. That is a five. All right, so we will mark that many on it and call that good. Uh, are you going to spend a coin for any other downtimes or are you I'm, good? I'm going to spend a coin to go and de-stress. All right, and what are you doing to de-stress? I'm going to go and spend some private time with ghosts at the chapel. Communing with the spirits. <laughs> Rick's kind of sitting there. Hey there, how you doing? Hello. Thank you very much for your help. Yeah, you owe me one. I do. I know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll figure that out. Anyway. All right, so give me an indulge vice roll. Hey, that is a five, so reduce all of your all stress. Of Woo! <laughs> nice. All right. And a little spooky. Last but not least, Tristero. Okay. I think just the first thing Tristero does is uh, goes to goes to indulge his vice. Yes, she's. <laughs> Woohoo! All right, go, uh, go, go, indulge your vice, your obligations. Yeah. yeah so, goes and nods his head over at uh, Mother Naria and the uh, father there, and starts like cleaning uh, some other graves, and like stays a little bit longer in front of limbs. Okay, I'll take All that. Right, so reduce four stress, so you still have three left. I take that. All right. Plenty uh, so that's of one downtime. Um, and I think uh, after like staring at Lim's grave for a bit longer, goes back to the boat, goes back to the map, and starts drawing out uh, various places where people are selling pyro. And right. I'm going to start a long-term project of locate all uh, locate the pyro warehouses and distribution sites and manufacturers. Okay. And... <laughs> okay. Pyro distribution. Yeah. We got the first part. We have a new product out in the street now to get rid of the competition. I will call that to start. That's probably going to be a study role. All right. Is they four? Four. Okay. Yes. It's old information. He hasn't sold pyro in a while. He doesn't know. Yeah. Oh. All right. Oops. I clicked a little too much. All right. So you uh, you start distributing, uh, going through your old contacts, old information. It's a place to start, but it's not it's not much. Mm -hmm. uh, and with that, that is all of the downtime spent, and that is where we will wrap episode three of. Fire in the dark for now. Bit of a long one there at the end. Bit of a lot of setup to this one. But uh, thank you all for joining us so much for this episode of Fire in the Dark. I'm going to cast it out to the crew right now to tell you a little bit about themselves and where you can find that, starting with Parker. 
Hi, everybody. Uh, I'm Parker. You can find me typically on Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays over uh, on Twitch at the Pixie Parker. You can also find me on Twitter. Same thing, the Pixie Parker. Easy enough. I play dating sims, and I am very excited for the new Arcade Spirits coming out end of next week, which is what I'll be playing uh, as soon as I can. So I'm excited. That's me. Hell yeah. John Downey. Hello, I'm John Downey. Uh, I'm a podcaster. I'm a brewer. I'm an opera singer. I'm a lot of things. Uh, but uh, you can find me at Twitter at Real John Downey. Uh, I am the founding, a founding member of the Outlaws Network Podcast Network. Uh, you can find us on Twitch uh, at twitch.tv slash the Outlaws Network. We stream there at least once a week where we do our, uh, our fully improvised TTRPG stream uh, called Outlaws and Old Ones. Uh, that goes live 7 p.m. Eastern time uh, on Thursday nights. This coming week is actually going to be the finale of the current season that we're working on. So that's going to be a big blowout. Uh, there's We got a very scary cliffhanger at the end of last episode. So that's going to be uh, probably horrible for me, the player. Um, so be sure to check that out. Uh, that's that's definitely the biggest thing that's, that's coming up. So make sure to follow us, twitch.tv slash The Outlaws Network. Absolutely. Uh, the Outlaws Network is a lot of fun. I have spent time there. Uh, chat can influence the chaos, so please do. And Jamie uh, takes uh, advantage of that uh, a lot. <laughs> uh, my name is Rue. Oh, of course. Zoom. Zoom the camera. Been, the camera. Zoom has been really mad at me today. Uh, my name is Rue. I use they or he pronouns. You can find me on Twitter as at Knight 13 I am a Diana Jones Emerging Designing Award nominee, um, and I am a game designer, a sensitivity reader, and a tabletop content creator. Uh, on top of being on this, you can also catch me on Mondays playing in a Nether Deep campaign on Chatterbox AVA, as well as on alternating Thursdays running a Taldaray campaign on Bards and Brews. Fantastic. And Cole. Hey there, y'all. I am Cole. You can find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, over at Ice Cold Brew. And um, instead of Monday, check me out on Wednesday. We're going to be playing some more Elden Ring and hopefully getting through that game soon because I want to jump onto Norco soon. Yeah. Awesome. And I am uh, Jamie Wolf. I am an art and variety streamer. You can go find me on Twitch as Jamie Wolf, where I play uh, Magic Gathering, I play video games, and I do art. Uh, you can also obviously find me here on the Huntsman's Hydra, where I run this game. Um, and you can find me on Twitter as Jamie Wolf Art and every other platform as Jamie Wolf. Uh, and this has been Fire in the Dark. I'm going to end it by. Uh, giving another, as usual, a shout out to Doskval GQ's most desirable man and a absolutely fantastic producer in the background, Brandon Ashenworks, uh, our <laughs> producer and lovely individual he is. Uh, we love Brandon, and so you should support him at twitch.tv slash Ashenworks or here on the Huntsman's Hydra for all that he does. And he, uh, you will now hear him as the voice of God with an announcement for the future. How dare you i need to actually talk and you have me flustered um <laughs> thank you everyone so much for joining us uh once again we have a fabulous cast here for fire in the dark uh who will not be live next sunday because we do alternating sundays however there will be a show here as i am proud to announce the premiere of the lost druid a lore of etheria actual play sponsored 
by Alchemy RPG will be starting up next Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so join myself as the DM with players Happy Capster, Mischievous Red, Vibing with V-Day, and James of Goblin Society Games. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned for that. We'll be announcing stuff about it all this week. And catch us then. Yeah, so stick around. Uh, looks like there's going to be Sunday stuff to uh, galore for those of you who love being over here on the Huntsman's Hydra. But from the streets of Duskfall to you, We'll see you next time, scoundrels. Have a good night. <laughs>